0: somewhere around the 27 28 29 mark for the most of the year, you know, low 30s, but 44 attempts is a lot of passing attempts for a team and I get it, you didn't have Zeke Elliott back there to take up a lot of the bulk of those carries. Uh but he came up today and 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 it looked good at it looked really really good for for majority of this game. And it gives you hope. It and it gives you encouragement heading into the playoffs next week that if necessary that he can go back there and 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 and, and throw the ball around. And
1: make some completions. You know, the majority of this game, I was thinking like what everybody else was thinking, which is why is Dak Prescott still playing? Yeah. This is just <laughs> nonsensical. Right. The way this game ended, <clears throat> it, it's hard not to get this feeling of okay, maybe there was a reason why he played this whole game. Maybe it was to instill some confidence in himself, who had shaky confidence all year. Maybe it's for a nonsensical reason that we can't even think of. But well, Jerry Jones said with Christie earlier in, in in our pregame show. He said, Well, Chrissy he asked here's, him about here's Dak Prescott right now at the podium."
2: <laughs> Should we? Is this enough? Is this good? We ready to
3: go?
2: Yes, go we got a quorum. Uh, could you talk
3: about the uh, the winning score and uh, how that play developed and the kind of catch that Cole made?
2: Yeah, I mean it was a great catch. Uh, okay. It was just it was a great play all around. I mean. Um we've got something we've got pretty much just all seams called right there. Uh and I kinda signaled Bees a different route to run, um, thinking that they may they made some of the blitz and they actually just played coverage uh, and then just be able to get away from the pressure. Scrambled out, saw the defenders uh back to me and Beasley was gonna work to get open and I just threw it and initially I thought he caught it. I mean I think I threw my hands up for the touchdown and then seeing him kinda get up. The, like uh, upset like he didn't catch it was kind of threw me off and then obviously the sidelines like, no, we caught it, we caught it, uh, it was just a great play great uh, great ending to the game, great ending to the regular season
4: Did you have an idea
1: that you guys were going to go for two if you scored there?
2: Uh, I mean I wanted to, I mean mm-hmm. we didn't talk about it necessarily on the sideline but uh, I wanted to, I had it in my mind go down here and score, we're going to go for two um, just kind of just that, that aggressive mentality that, that we've had yeah, all year yeah. long and just be able to get down there and get that touchdown talk about two point conversion and then a uh, big catch uh, for Michael Gallup getting over in the back, uh, back of the end zone
1: they were blitzing on that whole drive, it seemed like. Did you kind of see him coming and then were able to get away? Could you have run the ball as
2: well, maybe? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I saw him coming, was able to get away, and then I broke the pocket, eyes downfield. As I said, saw the defenders back to me, wanted to uh, give B's a chance to make the play. Uh, as I said, I thought he caught it, and then when he did immediately all these thoughts going in my head as I looked around, I was like, man, I could have just ran that for the first down. Like, uh, You know what I mean? I was, it was just a, a lot of bad thoughts in my head at that moment right now, thinking I could have ran for the first down. Um, but a uh, great play by bees. It all worked out. You
3: talked during the week about maintaining momentum to win the way you guys did. Does that even add to what winning seven of eight means?
2: Yeah, I mean, it definitely adds. Uh, you just watch right there at the end, just the intensity of the offense and just the sideline of everybody pushing uh, to go get that score and how much we wanted to score and win this game and then just going for two as well right there. Uh, that, that's huge. That's huge for this team. And then if you just saw the sideline when they right. were on offense uh, in those last four plays, uh, I was like, no other, no other part of our season. Just the intensity. Just everybody focusing in, and how bad we wanted it. Uh, this meant a lot to us. I mean, this is an in division opponent, New York Giants versus Dallas Cowboys. Uh, big win, and got us to ten. So it was huge. huge. Blake Jarwin,
5: you just talked about what he was able
1: to
2: do today. Yeah, Blake's uh, been been coming along each and every week, uh, and it's been it's been great just to see his progress. And we've talked about it each and every week of. Of uh, the things he's doing well, the things we want to we want to get better at together on our connection. Uh, just for him to come out tonight and have the game that he had, uh, great catches, some run after catch, uh, getting open on that pass scrambled. Um, credit to a guy that's just continuing to get better, that, that's balled in, and is going to have a a good career. How into it was Zeke today, even though he wasn't playing. One more time. How into it was Zeke today, even though he wasn't playing. Oh I mean, it was, yeah, he was definitely into it. I mean each and every drive we kept I come to the sideline, he's got something to say, or as I'm going back on there encouraging us. Uh but he was definitely locked in. Uh that's what you need uh, from from your running back and the leader of the team. Maybe
3: outside the team there was the perception that this was a meaningless game. What did you How do you guys react to that when you hear that kind of
2: that Going into this game playing the New York Giants, wanting to get win number 10, uh, this meant a lot to us, and you saw it out there, just the intensity that we played with, uh, the ups and the downs, and just how we stayed through it uh, and just stayed positive, knowing that we were going to give ourselves a chance to come out on the end. Uh, it was a great win.
3: How are you feeling about where this team's at going into this while Seattle, whoever you're playing in
2: the first round? Yeah, I mean, I feel good. Uh, As I said, a bunch of us wanted to play and needed to play to get this momentum and just kind of keep that win going. Uh, So that was huge for us tonight, but excited for uh, the next part of of our season.
1: In In the mindset mindset of keeping momentum going, could you have done that by playing two quarters and then then taking a seat, or did you feel like you needed the full four?
2: I played all four. We won the game. I feel great. Ready for what's next.
1: Was there a time when you were getting told you're in again, or do I have one more, or you just, were you just playing until they told you? No, I mean,
2: I had a bunch of, I guess, questions. You can, Even some teammates asked me, how much you playing, how much you playing, and I, I told them, I simply wasn't told anything, so I prepared myself to play the entire game. I practiced all week long to, to play the entire game. I took the two-minute drive this week, um, and, and it worked out, obviously, uh, to be able to take it during the game. So, I mean, I prepared myself as I was going to play the whole game, didn't at one point leadership. or another try to think about, am I coming out or not? I uh, just stayed locked into it, and uh, we got the win. It was great.
6: Tank Lawrence said uh, you're the
1: quarterback. You could make this decision. If you wanted to come off the field, you could have at any point. What does it say about
6: uh, the way you approached the game that you never even decided to, to approach it in any way then? You know? I think
2: me and Tank just kind of see the game a little different from that uh, that standpoint. Uh, but uh, maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong, who knows. But uh, the competitor to me, I wanted to play. As I said, I mean, I wanted to get out there, and I, t- I said it during the week, I wanted to play. I wanted to have this momentum, throw the ball, Um and just, and just carry this going into the postseason, so I'm glad with the way it turned out. No
3: Zeke no Tyron, no no Zach. Do you think you proved anything to anybody?
1: Uh, to I mean, I wasn't,
2: yeah, I wasn't coming out today saying I need to prove people something. Uh, I was coming out today to try to get a win. Simple as that, and get a win for our teammates and just keep this momentum going. If anything, uh, just show the guys how much my teammates, how much winning means to me no matter the circumstances, uh, winning meaningless or not. Uh, so, I mean, that, that's the only thing that was important for me.
1: I'm sure we're belaboring the point a little bit at this point, but did it feel weird for you at all that – no Tyron, no Zach, no Zeke, and then you're still out
2: there. No, I mean we we had uh, that was half the season last year, so I mean uh, it's not like but I'm it was intentional
1: this time, it wasn't because of injury or suspension. Intentional
2: unintentional. unintentional. Uh, I'm a competitor, and I wanted to play. Simple as that. And I know every all go. those guys out there did as well. And Rod, Darius Jackson, they all did a great job, obviously stepping in, uh, and then Cam as well, just stepping in for Tyron. And not only that, when Xavier goes down, Adam Adam Redmond for him to come in and play the way he plays. It just shows the character of this team. Uh, and I wanted to be out there because of that. A bunch of guys that have been able to step up when their number have been called and play well and contribute to this team and a great team win. Uh, that was huge for us tonight. The
1: two-point play, where was Gallup in the read? Three, four? I mean, are you? Are you
2: yeah, no, he's pretty much last, uh, I guess you can say. But uh, he, he did a great job of getting over the top and getting over the top quick. and. Um, had a bunch of options on that play as I'm scrambling. And, uh, then you see him just throw his hands up and he kind of goes from the fifth read to the second read pretty quick. Uh, and just great job by him to getting over there. From a meaningless game to something dramatic, can, how, how can you build on this and take this to the playoffs? One more time. From a meaningless, so called meaningless game from us to, to finishing dramatic, how can you build you on you this? You would take show it? up late, Clarence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, understand. <laughs> <Did> Under- <laughs> exactly. I know we can definitely build on this. As I said, uh, this wasn't meaningless to me, and wasn't meaningless to any of the guys that played, uh, or even the guys that didn't play. This was huge for us to come in and play the New York Giants, get this division win, um, and then just get the tenth win and just keep this momentum going. So it was huge for us. Thank you,
1: guys. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Get that, get that tenth win and keep the momentum going. That's what Dak Prescott was talking about. I'm Ari Teppenlog with Jesse Holly. That's Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys post game show. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network.
6: Yes, indeed. So uh, with that being said, guys, uh, <clears throat> we're seeing the growth factor, and uh, the growth factor is uh, leading up to this game. He's saying that he want to get the rhythm. He want to be able to get out there into the mix. So that's everything, guys. I, I-, I can't stress this enough. That's leadership on one, putting the team on your back and putting everything in different perspectives.
1: The official supermarket of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, coming up next, did this win tell us anything about Dak Prescott or was it just a not smart decision by the offensive staff to play him in a meaningless game for four quarters? You're listening to the Dallas Cowboys radio.
6: Yes, indeed. So while they go to their uh, commercial break, uh, thank those who uh, wish me prayers and, and uh, wishing me a, a good bill of health. Uh, that means a lot, too. Uh, I would be remiss to add that uh, out there. Appreciate each and every last one of you all for being part of the mix. Uh, It's been a doozer, right? Uh, But all I can say is this team, this team here, this Cowboys team, we got a lot. I'm talking about a lot of growth. I know you can't see me. I'm I'm trying to edit this uh, this backdrop right quick. I appreciate you, uh, Calvin Williamson. uh, But you guys can hear me, though, right? You guys can hear me. Let me know if you can hear me. I know you can't see me. But uh, I'm still alive. I'm still in the mix over here. There we go. See, I got to make it smooth for everything. You know, I had to get the, uh, the chat box together. Uh, let me know if you are able to see the chat box. And um, <clears throat> we're going to get things going in the right direction, Cowboy Nation. Uh, you guys know how this thing goes. Uh, appreciate each and every last one of you all uh, for being part of the mix. Um, <clears throat> let me know uh, how you guys feel about Jarwin, man. Uh, he, he showed out, right? The guy was balling. I'm talking about out-of-control balling, right? <laughs> uh, yes, I am sick uh, to – I'm, I'm loaded up with uh, all type of fluids. right? So, uh, but I'm still kind of out of it. Uh, it. It is what it is. We are 10-6. and six. I said at the beginning of the year uh, we can be at least a plus game from last year if Ezekiel Elliott is not suspended and we should be at least 10-6. and six. And uh, it came true. Yeah, Dak attack live like 95. He did. He was poised. Now, did he leave some passes out there on the field? Yeah, you can say that. But one thing that I can can look back on and I can look at this film, um, when I was watching, I was laying down, I was so tired, man. Um, I saw the growth of Jarwin from last game. Remember last game when he broke out to the right and uh, he was rolling to his right and he threw the ball behind Jarwin. But this game, man, they were right on the money, and and I always say this: the quarterback' best friend will always be, and there's always is the um the, the uh, tight end in and, and that pocket, trusting that pocket. Appreciate you too for making a donation to help grow the nation. Really appreciate it. Uh, let's get this thing going one way or another. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Yes, indeed.
1: We don't know the answer to that question yet. Most likely Seattle, as they have a 7 3 lead over the Cardinals right now in Seattle. End of the first quarter, Seattle wins. They'd finish 10 and 6 and clinch that five seed and then clinch that game here in Dallas next week at ATT Stadium. We don't yet know what time or what channel that game will be on. And as soon as we have any word on that, we will pass that along. Dallas Cowboys Postgame Show brought to you by Susan G. Komen. Learn how the Dallas Cowboys and Susan G. Komen are fighting to end breast cancer. Visit komen.org forward slash I promise. A lot that happened in this game, Jess. Demarcus Lawrence got his 10th and a half sack. We thought at first that it was going to be a non sack interception for Antoine Woods. Instead, then it was later ruled a sack, rightfully so, for Demarcus Lawrence, who now has 10 and a half. We mentioned in the pregame show 14 and a half sacks last year, mm-hmm. but 10 and a half this year, and and. That number, not indicative. He was a more dominant player this season, a better player this season, that stat notwithstanding than he was last year.
0: Yeah, he, he did things this year that a lot of times you don't you, you don't think about, you don't hear about, because when it comes to a, a dominant pass rusher, if it isn't the sacks, you, you think, well, he's not doing enough. If it isn't the strip sack fumbles, he's not doing enough. If it isn't the, 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 the game-changing plays from that position, he's not doing enough. Well, right. and only did he have another double-digit sack season, but the most tackles he's had, the most pressures he's had, the most tackle philosophies Inter- he's had, interceptions, most interceptions that he's had, One, <laughs> and he's done some things this year in the stat line that most people don't talk about when it comes to a pass rusher yeah. that he had not done at any other point in his career. And like we were True talking that. about earlier, when you talk about what he was a year ago to what he is this year, there are some pi- some pieces that was kind of missing in that rotation of the of the defensive line, not having David Irving for a large majority of the season. Uh, you know, Tyrone Crawford in and out, some pe- you know some pieces in and out, Randy Gregory in and out, and and Taco and all those pieces not being there, that rotation wasn't there. So what happens is now when you're able to rotate those fresher guys in, you have another. Because despite what you may feel about David Irving personally, David mm-hmm. Irving was a factor. He and and yeah. and when he's getting pressure up that middle, and his quarterbacks can't look down the field at where they're going, now that gives a guy like Tank Lawrence a second, a half a second more, so that now he can get to the quarterback. Or when you flush him one way, well, there, here comes Tank Lawrence. So there's a there's a number of things that goes on, that go on across that defensive line that when you don't have certain players in there, other players are affected by it. But still, he's done more for this team this year than he has in the years past. If you're looking past the sack numbers.
1: Dak Prescott, though, was the story of this game. The fact that he played the entire game and then his stats, 27 of 44, 387 yards and four touchdowns, arguably the best game he played all year, took four sacks. So the record that Dak had already set for a Cowboys franchise record with 52 extends to 56. But Dak was good. Balling. Really good. Mm -hmm. Especially down the stretch of this football game, and especially on that final drive, Cole Beasley had a tremendous catch. It was a fourth down and 15 catch for a touchdown that helped seal the victory for the Cowboys. After the game, here's Dak Prescott speaking with Fox's Pam Oliver.
2: Pam. We call it's a meaningful game, but you just saw the intensity uh, on us on our last drive, and then everybody on the sideline supporting that defense on that on that four and out. Uh, I love this team and excited for, for for what we got up next.
5: You must really love Blake Jarwin because you went to him all friggin' day. So tell us about this kid and what you think he can do for you guys next.
2: He's a guy that's growing each and every week, and it's been fun to to, to see his growth and to be able to throw to him uh, and just watch him grow up. And I mean, uh, we've talked about it, just continue to continue to get better. And tonight was a big big oh, night for him. I'm proud of him.
6: No doubt. I thought
1: she it's Dak Prescott <laughs> with Pam Oliver, who mentioned the word friggin' in the interview with Dak Prescott. <laughs> Jesse Halliari, Temkin with you. Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. 877-881-1053 if you'd like to chime in. No doubt. Again, to reiterate my point, and Jesse, I don't, again, I'm not sure exactly how you feel, but it, it it's hard to articulate because throughout the game, we just kept wondering why Dak Prescott was still in the game, and only after it ended did at least I come to the realization that that's a pretty impressive performance by that guy. The stats that he put up, the game that he put up, and every throw was perfect, but especially the two-minute drill, leading the team down, getting the touchdown when they needed to, with about two minutes to go, basically icing the game away. An impressive performance for a guy that wasn't even supposed to play. It's against a five-win defense, but still, when your defense, which has been great all year, gives up 35 points to a five-win team and you're still able to make the plays down the stretch without Zeke Elliott, without you know the greatest pieces of this offensive line, it's an impressive performance for Dak Prescott.
0: No, it is. It, it definitely is. And I, I think for me, and maybe other people as well, once you get your mind off of why was he even in the game all right, and appreciating more of what he did while he was actually in the game, I think you, you really get a chance to see all the things that he did. And... Doing it to players and doing it with players that we don't normally see him do it with, like, I think that that that's the biggest thing. That's the biggest takeaway from it for me, is he was having success with guys. You know, Cole Beasley. We've known what Cole Beasley's been all all, all year, all his career. Mm-hmm. He's been that guy in the slot that's you know at times been unguardable, but we've also seen Cole Beasley this season, been lost, been ghost, has not been a factor in many of games. Where we didn't even we were looking around and say, "Is eleven playing?" Where is Cole Beasley? Right, same thing with Blake Jarwin. This tight end group was a group that we were saying like we're in trouble because they 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 can't block, they can't they don't catch many passes. And today you see Cole Beasley kind of get back to his form, and all that can be a good thing. You talk about the momentum carrying that into next week. You know, now the Seahawks have to remember remind themselves that oh yeah, about Cole Beasley. Oh, who is this Blake Jarwin guy that he's now found? They kind of got a, a connection with and still trying to figure out a way to stop Amari
1: Cooper. Cole Beasley had 11 catches for 101 yards and two touchdowns in the Jacksonville game. Mm-hmm. This is the second highest output, though, he's had all season six for 94 and a touchdown. And Blake Jarwin, um, who had 188 total receiving yards coming oh, in the game, no touchdowns, has 119 and three. And I mentioned at the start, but worth mentioning again. Jason Witten and Jeff Swain and James Hanna had 673 yards receiving in 2017. Well, in 2018, Jeff Swain, Blake Jarwin, Dalton Schultz, and Rico Gathers combined for 693 total yards. So, 20 more receiving yards this year without a guy like Jason Witten, which isn't saying so much about Witten as it is about the expectation.
6: Well, this is the thing as uh, they try to bring home that point people fail to realize, and this is not me giving an excuse, but Jarwin, this is second year, right? <laughs> and then Tavon Austin, what, what I was talking about with the bracket coverage, oh, that's the issue with, uh, with, uh, with the Cole Beasley's other world. It's hard for him to beat the bracket. You know, you can't just sit back there and bracket him when you got a tight end that's eating Then you have the uh, Amari Coopers of the world that still demands two people. Now you got one-on-one on on the outside, one-on-one into the inside. You got one-on-one all day, and it's already a mismatch. Guys, go back and watch the film session that I did on Cole Beasley. One-on-one with a linebacker. Dak Prescott should look for him every day, even twice on Sunday. or More than twice, right? Uh, Especially when he got the linebacker on him. Or the safety. (laughs) They don't have those quick hips. (laughs) Huge plays. Catches.
0: Breaking tackles, first downs. Like he's going to be so significant in this Cowboys run to a championship. Mm-hmm. You can't have games where he goes away and you don't hear anything from him. You want to be able to keep him engaged, keep him being a viable receiver. Talk about being a threat. Amari Cooper is a threat every time the ball is thrown his way.
6: A big threat.
0: The Cowboys have to keep feeding Amari Cooper. I think once you make him the focal point of what you're doing and he's eating, other guys now have the ability to roam free because now you're you're going to take your attention to Amari Cooper. You're going to slide that safety to Amari Cooper. And now if you have Blake Jarwin doing that, that other safety that has to roam the middle of the field because you occupy one on Amari, you now leave that tight end and that linebacker or that or that nickel of Don player where he has to defend that. So when you get one guy that's playing well, now that opens up for the rest of the guys.
6: <laughs> Just Dak has mind. to
0: make sure he finds the right guy when it's time to find him because he's starting to see some of these guys, the Jarwins, the Beasleys, the Gallops of the world, they're starting to come through, and now they're going to their third season. Right, you're going when I say third season, I mean not preseason, not regular season, this is the post-season. postseason. So a lot of these players are going to the third part of the season where now they have to elevate their game even more. And this is a good step for Blake Jarwin about going to elevation. He has to elevate his game, gallop, Amari, Bees, all those guys have
1: to elevate their, game, their games to get to that next level to win games in the playoffs. Seahawks just took a 13-3 lead in the Arizona Cardinals on a Chris Carson 7-yard touchdown run. So Uh-oh. pending the extra point, it'll be 14-3 Seattle. eleven thirty-nine to go first half. So the Cardinals 3-12 and playing out this game and this season. Most likely the Seahawks in Dallas next week against the Cowboys. It'll be the 10-6 and Cowboys and potentially the 10-6 and six Seahawks. Other games of note going on right now with NFC playoff implications. Nick Foles and the Philadelphia Eagles leading 3-0 over the Redskins right now. Nine minutes to play in the first half in that one. And the Vikings and Bears. Bears with a 7-0 lead on the Minnesota Vikings. Just under 13 minutes to play first half of that one. Rams up 14-3 in the Niners. Rams could clinch the 2-seed with they win there all right uh that's getting you caught up in everything going on around the nfc playoff picture cowboys beat the giants 36 35 dallas cowboys football will continue in a moment
6: yes indeed. Ah, you huh. are loyal you bleed blue and silver you even so uh it looks like the uh i think the arizona cardinals they they just it in they're saying to themselves all right well i mean this we're not going to the playoffs right so it is what it is. Uh, so, to see how the Seattle Seahawks looks like it. It looks like it. They're, they're going to win. So, they're going to have to figure out things from there. Shout out to you, man. Let's do a quick shout out to those that's in the chat box, man. Really appreciate you all. Don't forget to smash that like button, share the content, and. Uh and let people know where they can hear uh, Law Nations. I'm on iTunes as well as uh, Roku and Instagram and all those places. I really appreciate you all. Locks, appreciate you for tuning in. John, hey, don't forget, uh, who, who was with us when we was three and five? Let me know who was with us when we was three and five. Put that in the chat box. And uh, Chris Longley, appreciate you for tuning in. Jay, thank you. Um, yes. Listening to nothing but but the best. Yes indeed. Yes, Jay. Uh ten and six. Yes indeed, man. Hey, so a win is a win is a win is a win, right? So all we gotta do is continue to do what we need to do and stay and play our style of football and everything else can happen. Sober truth, appreciate you. A drunken man words are a sober man thought. So I like that name. Sober truth. Darius Pouncey, appreciate you for tuning in. Janiqua, thank you for being part of the mix. Thank you for praying for me since 82. That's what I'm talking about, Chris. Let's get this thing going. Hey, you guys already know how this thing got Drizzle, Thank you for being part of the mix. Uh, as we get this thing going, you guys already know. Calvin Williamson said he never gave up. That's what I'm talking about. That is exactly what I'm talking about. And you guys know uh, I got to do this right here because I didn't get a chance to do it while we was playing. And you already know what's going to come around, right? <laughs> We got to get crunk one way or another. You guys know what is gonna happen in the building. Like, share, subscribe. Yes, Janiqua, appreciate you uh, for being part of the uh, the elite foot soldiers out there, (laughs) letting everybody know where they can go. Like this comment. Subscribe to this page. Let's go, uh, Cowboy Nation. Uh, Share too. Yes. Who ready for it? We've been fighting. We've been battling. We've been fighting. We've been battling back and forth one way or another. Yes, Burn. Shout out to you. Appreciate the donation to have Rota Nation. Yes. Y'all already know. <laughs> Four touchdown, no picks. Yeah. You know, I gotta, I, I, I gotta pump it up. Bleed that blue, baby. Yes. Fire. Yes, indeed. John Wilson in the house. Great. All oh, you guys Huh? There we go. There we go. Cowboy Nation, hey, we got to get this thing going one way or another. All it takes now. How many games we got to win to get to the big dance? How many games? Somebody put that down, right? Executive sweeps. Yeah.
1: They also won their ninth in the last 12 games against the New York Giants. Ninth
6: in the last Cowboys, 12. Cowboys, the entire season,
1: only lose one divisional game. They sweep the Eagles, they sweep the Giants, and split with the Redskins. They're ten and six and off to the playoffs. The Dallas Cowboys post game show brought to you by Geico. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on car insurance. I mentioned yeah. earlier six seventy three yards receiving for Jason Witten, Jeff Swam, and James Hanna last year. Okay, and I didn't i I said six ninety three for the group this year. I forgot to mention that Dalton Schultz also had a catch for 17 yards today. So that's yep. actually 710 yards receiving for that tight ends group this Where's year. Where's their yellow jackets at? <laughs> Give them their yellow jackets. Witten who? Who? 80 who? Tricky. Uh, 82? But again, 82 who? But again, based on expectations.
6: Let's go, Nation.
1: Jarrowin did at Oklahoma State. Sway did at Texas, which is not much as catching tight ends. It's a pretty impressive season, um, given where expectations were. Jesse Holly, Ari Temkin, Dallas Cowboys postgame show brought to you by Miller Lite. Today's game between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Dallas Cowboys. The Today's game between the New York Giants and Dallas Cowboys is brought to you by Miller Lite. The only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. I just read. I don't think. That's, that's what happens. I just read. So if you, you know, it's you read the teleprompter. So, if the, key, if the teleprompter says Tampa Bay, and I know that they didn't play Tampa Bay today, I can't stop myself. <laughs> well, you better have a mind in your own. I will hear from Antoine Woods in a moment. Antoine Bobby. Obviously, Dak Woods. Prescott playing and playing well, and then leading the Cowboys down the field for a touchdown to win the game. 27 to 44, 387 to four touchdowns. Nobody expected Dak Prescott to play all four quarters, but he did after the game. Jason Garrett, Dak Prescott both acting like, well, why not?
6: Why not? Why not? What's the problem here? What's up, Carl? <laughs> Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of going back to
1: they don't care about the noise. Right. We're all going to call them stupid for playing mm-hmm. their quarterback in a meaningless game.
6: Shout out to uh, but to my guy.
1: It doesn't matter what we think. All that matters is what they think. With that in mind, let's go back out to East for New Jersey. Brad Sham is joining us right now on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. And Brad... We all expected that Dak Prescott wouldn't play for four quarters. Well, he did, and he won the game for them. And then afterwards, Aaron both acted like, "Well, why the not? Wisdom. Why shouldn't he have played the whole game?"
4: Well, I think they wanted to. Uh, I think they were the ready to take him out um, sometime in the third quarter. Uh, but they wanted to finish the first. The first half, of the offense didn't play as well as it wanted to right. it didn't have the production it wanted to. They didn't want to leave a, on that taste. And then, um, you know, I, I think they, I think that they really wanted to continue to press and hold the pedal down. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you, I certainly understand the risk that they ran, and people are saying, "Oh, they were crazy for putting them at risk." And uh, it's football; everybody's at risk. And um, I think with this, I think it's important that you uh, know your team when you're coaching it. That you. You know what your team needs, and I think it's good for them to have the quarterback play like he had to play yep. um, the last couple of possessions uh, to be able to to do what they did As the Giants kept answering, they kept coming back. Yeah. i I understand the other argument, but but I really think that I really think that if the defense had had a normal defense day, he wouldn't have played the whole game mm. but uh, but he did. And uh, he played pretty well. I think it will help all of them going forward.
0: Are you concerned about some of the things that you're seeing now defensively? This team all year long has been a you know, top five defense. But you go back and you look at what they gave up against, uh, the, Colts. Uh, against the, Colts. the Colts. And then in 21 dying. games, the defense given up 30 points. Uh, and they played a lot of their starters a large majority of this game. The Cowboys defensive. Uh, uh defensive team. The, does that worry you a little bit, or you're just saying,
6: you and know, they didn't do that when they We'll move on to the there.
0: playoffs and and, and we'll, we'll we'll take our chance with that defense there.
4: Yeah, I, I was more concerned. It does not uh, concern me a great deal. I was a little more concerned by those two fourth yes. quarter touchdowns that yeah. they gave up to Philadelphia. I thought that look out because sometimes in a win you can have something go bad, just like sometimes in a loss you can have something go good that turns out to trigger you. And so uh, I thought you had to be careful coming off of that. You know, they gave up 23 points to the Colts, but but situational football uh, comes into play because the offense didn't help them at all. And you don't know what they would have given up if uh, the Colts had been playing it differently. You know, they came back a little bit, certainly more than a little bit last week. And and so uh, they gave up two big plays. That hurt them. They're not going to see many running backs like the one they saw today, and that's why that guy's that. getting a lot of money. And um, I think that, you know there are things that happen and again. Like the, the guy, the one touchdown, the guy made a one-handed catch. If you can make that catch, good for you. Hmm. Uh, I, I'm I'm not ever want to have the things happen that you've pointed out, but they will uh, over mm-hmm. the course of a season. And I think we know just who these guys are defensively. So I think the fact that today was the one day that the offense had to win the game, I, I don't think that's really a big problem.
1: Mm. Brad, the Seahawks are winning, so it looks like it will be Cowboys and Seahawks. The score there is 14-3, end of the, or close to the nine minutes to play second quarter, I should say, 14-3 Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Any idea, any thought on if, if it'll be a Saturday or Sunday game?
4: Um, and we're hearing both things, and I think it <laughs> depends. Oh, we are. I mean, we really are. Uh, I was uh, about three days ago. I was a hundred percent convinced it was going to be Sunday, and now there are uh, some rumors going around that uh, the networks are leaning on them for Saturday night. So the fact that it's rumors is the most important thing. Neither one would surprise right. me, mm-hmm. but I don't. I, we don't have any way of knowing. Hopefully, by uh, the time the plane lands, after you guys are off the air with this show, we we ought to know. But you might we, we might know before you get off the air. So um, the only r- way it makes a difference is for their work week, because if the game is Saturday night, then tomorrow's Tuesday, and right. uh, if the game is uh, Sunday, then tomorrow's Monday, and it's a regular week but, uh, but it's it's mm-hmm. the playoffs and i I think they they have had so many different kinds of games on different kinds of days that when Wednesday was Friday and all that kind of <laughs> stuff i I don't think they'll have any trouble adjusting to that
1: it's a great call, a fantastic game, yes, unbelievably indeed. exciting. who knows if you know, it didn't matter, but it certainly seemed to matter to those guys that won it and fought till the end. Yeah,
4: so yeah Brett, I think that's an important point. I really do. I think that that's, they, as hard as they were playing all the way through, you could see how much it mattered to them. Indeed. And I
1: think that's the hallmark of this team. Appreciate the call, Brad, and uh, appreciate okay, guys, the time. We'll talk to you next week in the playoffs. Safe travels.
6: Look forward to it. Thank you.
1: That's right. Happy New Year, yes, Brad Sham.
6: indeed. Happy New Year, Brad Sham. Uh, this is my only thing is, as we break down what he was talking about, uh, the, the, the touchdown passes that we gave up against the Eagles. Uh, yeah, we can look back at that, but that's the story of a different day. Now, the touchdown passes that we gave up today, uh, Byron Jones didn't need to get his head around. Uh, he, he would have had an interception. I think that Woods needed to come over the top just a little bit faster. But good pass by Eli. Man, Eli will be Eli. <laughs> just like the first quarter when my guy Cheeto Wuzier, he caught that interception. And I said, okay, that's the Eli that we know. <laughs> He's just like Kirk Cousins, right? So the thing is, all we got to do is play our style of football. Uh, my only reservation is that uh, the teams can run on us. <laughs> and we, when we play against the Seattle Seahawks, somebody go down and look. And uh, when you look that up, you will see that the Seattle Seahawks are like first in rushing and collectively running the rock. So that's something that we really going to have to shore up there. Uh, I I can say that with D-Law. He showed how valuable he is. That's what uh, my guy Carperface said earlier. Uh, Yes, D-Law is very valuable to this team uh, as far as uh, against the pass and also against the run. He's he's very uh, underrated against the run. So we're going to have to have D-Law ready next week
2: nations number one
6: we're going to have to have them ready eagles will lose what's what's the score for the eagles versus the uh washington team let me know you guys put that down below let me know what the score is um on that carson is really good are you talking about carson Wentz or you talking about the running back carson uh born 20 or born to game for life uh, he, he's very crafty as a running back. Barkley made some big plays, Sean Lee, was, when he was on the field. Uh, Christopher, I agree. <laughs> uh, this is the thing when I saw that big 68 yard run, I saw Sean Lee uh, didn't disengage, he couldn't get his hips around and disengage and fly to the edge. There, I'm not saying that you know, with LVE was out there, with that same 68 yard play would have occurred, but I, I think. The the big plays that they made, I saw, I guess, a reception. Sean Lee didn't turn around at all. He played the hands. He's supposed to at least turn around for the ball, but he didn't do that, which is cool. You know, Chris Carson, yes. <laughs> yeah, Chris Carson is, is nasty. So the score is 3-0 to zero Eagles. Okay. Tight game. Those division games are always tight. Remember, we always beat each other in our divisions. Uh, a lot of people say, well, of course, this division is trash, but No. Think about it, you know, at some point outside of the Giants, everybody was saying, hey, this team can go on a run. I'm talking about the Washington team, right? And then we looked at the uh, Eagles, they defending Super Bowl champions. At some point, people were like, okay, they're hitting fire right now. And then us Cowboys, when we were three and five, a lot of people already discounted us and took us out of the deal. So it, it could be one of those situations where it's our division. I do know that we get a lot of hate, hate mail and hates about our division and everybody calling it trash. But name me another division that got more Super Bowl rings than us, collectively. I was sitting wait, uh, But let's go. Let's see what they're talking about now. Really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in to the nation. Uh, let's see what they got talking about now. I'm <laughs> they're still on commercial. They're still on commercial. Our division is A1. Yeah, we play each other tough. But so far, Cowboys, uh, we've been beat. We sweep. We we swept the Giants. We swept the Eagles. Uh, we won and won against the uh, the Washington team, uh, Redskins, Fordskins, however you want to call them. And pretty much, we own the NFC East <laughs> just by looking at the division record. We we beat those teams when it's when it's needed to be the most. Uh, Sean Lee can't play anymore. Please bench him, cut him off season, and propose to. I guess for him to be a linebacker coach uh, this is from Christopher um, I don't know I just think that he's rusty uh, I'm not going to just cast aspersions on him and, and kick him out to the wayside but I think that Sean Lee he's going to have to get that you know that mind together and get back out there on the film uh, on the field not on the film because I know he's watching film now <laughs> American Airlines yeah, it's still commercial so yeah appreciate everyone hey when it's commercial like that let's go ahead and stand to our feet Yeah, Barkley is good. Yes, indeed. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. (laughs) Hmm. Watch how the thing come in. It's war. Yes, how bad do you want it to be, Cowboys? If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your to give up your peace. How bad do you want it, Cowboys? We got this day. One game at a time and we can win this day. Yes. Let's take Seattle. Let's bring it back. Let them remember that we have not forgot about 2006. We have not forgot about that date, that year. Let's get our revenge back. They always say revenge is like the sweetest joy. <laughs> Y'all know the rest, right? <laughs> Y'all already know the rest. You know, re- revenge is like the sweetest joy. <laughs> All right. 105. Dak Prescott the plays the entire yes. game.
1: Much to the chagrin, I guess, of Cowboys fans.
6: It is what it is at this point, Cowboy Nation. How concerned are we with the way that our defense has played in first and the last two games? Uh, I'll talk touchdowns. about that a little bit more. Now a
1: good time to tell you that SeatGeek is the new official primary ticketing partner of America's Team. SeatGeek makes managing tickets easy, whether it's buying or transferring. SeatGeek. Download the SeatGeek app on your phone and take twenty dollars off your first purchase. Using code Dallas Cowboys to check out SeatGeek. Life's an event. SeatGeek has the tickets. you right. To back out to East Rutherford, New Jersey. Shady Mickey is Spagnola back. is joining right. us at DALLASCOWBOYS.com. And Mickey, Mickey, it's all's well that ends well with playing your quarterback. <laughs> for I don't know. Were you there?
3: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. And I guess it wasn't meaningless, right? It certainly wasn't meaningless to Blake Jarlin, who caught three touchdown passes <laughs> in the game, his first touchdowns of the of the season as a matter of fact when he was asked if he ever catch three touchdown passes in a game and he said shoot i only caught four my whole time in college so uh certainly wasn't meaningless to cole beasley who made the diving catch in the back of the end zone yeah tangibly from a a standing standpoint it didn't get him anywhere but 10 and 6 certainly sounds better than nine and seven and obviously the quarterback and uh, all those guys that played, as Dak Prescott said, yes. it was not meaningless to him. It wasn't meaningless to the guys he played with. And he goes, and you know what? If you see all the guys on the sideline who didn't play, it wasn't meaningless to them either. So, uh, yeah, I think you're right. All's well it ends well. Uh, looks well. like they only suffered a couple injuries. Uh, I don't think it was anything serious. I, I was told that the guys could have gone back in the game Leighton Vanderish, kind of got his, uh, his shin uh, leg whipped. Yeah. Uh, It was bruised, uh, and they just thought better not to put him back in. Uh, Same thing with uh, Xavier Suofilo. uh, Suffered a little bit of an ankle deal, but uh, they were taping it up, and if they needed another backup lineman, uh, he was the guy because they were down to their last offensive lineman when Redmond uh, went in. So uh, I think DeMarcus Lawrence kind of aggravated his shoulder, uh, but he got his sack to get the double-digit sacks again twice, and, in two seasons. And then there was no need to put him back in either. So uh, they went that all that way with the, that last drive with a bunch of backups, except for Lale Collins on the offensive line. And we're really playing with a bunch of backups on the, on the defensive line too, uh, until it got down to uh, the last part there. And it's like all of a sudden, Randy Gregory got back in the game and Taco Charles and got back in the game.
0: Mick, when you see the performance of Blake Jarwin today, um, what does that do for this offensive what play caller's confidence in the tight ends, for the t- confident in the tight end, and the defense who have to guard this tight end in the next round of the playoffs in Seattle?
3: Yeah, you know what? It it might mean more for that, that, that these defenses now have to sit there and go, oh, the tight end, we got to pay attention to him. Uh, and that might help out, uh, open things up for uh other people jesse as you know you know they. i don't i don't know that anybody really respected that tight end position and and a lot of times when they were thrown to the tight end it was just kind of little release dump passes but suddenly here's a guy getting down the field and getting mm-hmm. down the seams and you know so they were trying to zone him and, and he found the open spot and he actually played like a a veteran you know the last time uh and i'm sure this has already came out that uh, a Cowboys tight end, cut three touchdowns in the pass. It was Billy Joe Dupree. Billy Joe Dupree. And we Joe have to go Dupree. right back to the 70s to find that. So uh, I think that uh, teams are going to have to worry about that. They're probably going to have to worry about Tavon Austin. They saw him on the field yeah. and saw him get behind some defensive backs too. So uh, I think that those things will cause whoever they have to play uh, a little bit more attention during practice this week.
1: Yeah, Billy Joe Dupree, September 30th, 1973, against the Steelers, six catches, 74 yards, and three touchdowns. So what's touchdowns. the
3: math on that, like 45 years ago? <laughs>
1: yep, 45 years ago.
3: That's a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think there was a pretty notable tight end in between that period who never caught three touchdowns in a game. Kinda, Martellus Bennett, man. Cra- never, yeah, that's Martellus, right. Martellus Bennett Vee never had
0: three touchdowns in a game. Man, shoot. Jay Novacek never had three touchdowns in the game before. <laughs> John Phillips. Can't believe John, John Phillips. Phillips man. Gavin Escobar, man. Those guys all never had legends. three touchdowns in one game, man. You know, they, just, they
1: just give they out Yellow Jackets now.
3: didn't
1: even do it, did he? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mickey, 56 sacks taken by Dak Prescott of the season. That's a 56. new Cowboys record. 24 total points given up all four first quarters of the season. What's a bigger shock as a record-breaking uh, statistic for the Cowboys this season? 56 sacks well, actually, or 24 it's, it's total a, points?
3: Yeah, it's a record for, I mean, he had already broken that record for a 16-game season. For a 14-game season was Don Meredith with 58. So it came up too short. Uh, and I guess it's a good thing, too, because he was able to pull off those uh, right. couple late passes with a lot of pressure on him. I mean, look what he was playing behind. Uh, as I said, it was all back up to set for Lale Collins. Uh, and the Giants just decided, you know what, we're not sitting back. We're just all out blitzing and and see if we can get there. And they were causing some havoc in, uh, in yes, the pocket. And yeah, they ended yes. up with, what, four sacks. Uh, but, again, he threw for how many yards?
0: Three eighty four, three eighty seven. 387. 387. Don't seven, discount, discount that career
3: high. And how many touchdowns for a career high? So uh, a lot of times, you know, and 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 you know, it's not all about holding the ball too long. And you notice that when a quarterback uh, thinks he can use his feet to get out of trouble, as you saw on the two winning throws. Uh, that you can extend plays that way, and then maybe that's the downside of being able to uh, have trust in your feet to extend plays, that you're going to take some sacks uh, that you might not normally, but then you might not throw a 32-yard touchdown pass uh, on fourth down or come up with a two-point yeah. conversion when the first two options broke down, uh, and he looks up and he sees Michael Gallup with his hand up in the air waving, hey, throw it to me, I'm wide open. I'm and, wide open. Uh, and he rolled out and got the ball to him. So, yeah, it's a lot of sacks, uh, and that can be a problem. And uh, you know, and, and, But think about this, though. They did all that without Zeke in the game. Uh, yeah. And I don't know that teams would un- blitz unadulterated like that if Zeke's in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a, a, a you know, you might just hand it off to him and run right by the guy going the other
6: way, Mickey.
1: Appreciate it, Mickey. We'll talk to you next week during the playoffs.
6: Okay, guys, see ya, Mickey. see ya, Mickey Spag, man. Hey, this is the thing I want to bring up, uh, before they get to the talking. What, what change, right? He rolled out to which side? Remember, I was doing the film breakdown and I did the critical analysis and I was talking about the way Dak Prescott when you roll him out to the left, he's not (laughs) left-handed. He can't set his feet properly. And uh, the pass, that long pass, when he rolled out to his right and uh, caught number seven was uh, Alan Hearns down the field, the ball was still uh, ugly, but it was deadly. It was deadly because he was able to get enough air under the ball and he was able to hit Alan Hearns uh, down the field. And then then on top of that, of course, with Jarwins of the Worlds and and the uh, Cole Beasley. Uh, he was rolling out to his right, but that last play, of course, it was uh, just a pretty much inside play. But uh, when you utilize Dak Prescott and those factors, and you say, hey, to yourself, we're going to roll you to the right instead of to the left because <laughs> you're right-handed. You can pass a little bit better, and those designs helped out tremendously. Did I mention that they rolled him out right? And uh, they motion number ten uh, to the left, or they motion number eleven to the to the left. So I like that creativity. It pays. It pays. Uh, let's see if they're still talking. Or
0: for a play caller, when you have nothing else to gain, like if if everything went bad for the Cowboys today, you don't blame the play caller. You just say, yeah, it's a meaningless game. They were just out there trying to be vanilla. True that. True so that. this is the kind of game that it it can.
6: Killing like, Texas, what's up, Rodney? You want to appreciate it.
1: It can skew reality.
0: It can, Thank you. It can skew reality because there's zero pressure on Scott Linehan to call plays, a lot of them that we haven't seen. Throwing the ball downfield multiple times in a game, throwing the ball 44 times a game. Same thing with Dak Prescott, not worrying about interceptions or any, any of those things because there's there's literally zero consequences for anything that happens in this football game. So you play with a, a much
1: freer mind. You're trying things that you must that you most times won't do. If this is a playoff game, Jason Garrett is not attempting to go for two, down 36, down 35, 34 with a minute to go, right? I doubt I doubt it. I doubt that he goes doubt for it. two there. I doubt, I doubt In it. In a game where he has nothing to lose, and you don't want to expose your quarterback to more hits, potentially kicking to go to overtime, I, just, I you I just, go for two to win the game. I, I just think... When, when you have a
0: game like they're going to have next week, you're a little bit more conservative. You're a little bit more,
6: uh, maybe tight in the play calling. You're risk
0: averse. You're not. You're not doing all of the willy nilly stuff that you might see. You're. You're. It's like a playoff roster. During the regular season, you might play 12, yeah, 12 guys. Sunday, yeah. When the playoff comes, you only play a seven or eight. And the same thing happens when when you have games that mean something. You're not willing to do all this willy-nilly stuff with throwing the ball 44 times in a football game. No. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to try to slow this thing down, be more methodical, run some clock, control control the clock, uh, 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 you know, wear that defense down so that in the fourth quarter I want the puncher's chance. Because, again, all year long the Cowboys did not win one game by more than a score. It's been close all year long. That's the way that they play. They're gonna play these close tight games, so their Charity, calling is going to be that way. I, I'm, and don't tweet and text me all about oh Jesse, you don't want to see Dak Prescott succeed. No, I want to. I keep trying to tell y'all, when he succeeds and his team succeed, I succeed. I like succeeding. Wells Fargo likes when I succeed. <laughs> they
6: do. Look, 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 Jesse, and I ain't trying to hate you, man, but I saw your tweet. He said uh, a free play, Dak Prescott, uh, dump it off or, or uh, pass the underneath ball when it was a free play. And then you didn't tweet at all when he made the three touchdowns earlier in that game. So, Jesse, come on, bro. Come on, man. Hey. And
1: think this is the reality of, of what this offense is going to be going for. The Cowboys only played four games all year that were more – the game was decided by more than one score.
6: It's parody in the league, man.
1: <laughs> they lost to Seattle early on. Blew out. Blew out Jacksonville. Lost to the Colts. And lost to Tennessee. Yeah. Although all four of those games were decided by more than one score. So they went one and three in the four games decided by more than one score? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And went nine and nine and three. This team is built to play those kind of games. Jason it Garrett is. wants it in the
0: fourth quarter that we are within a puncher's chance of winning a football game. That's, we are within one
1: score of winning a football game. That's Jesse Holly, yeah. I am Ari Temkin, Blake Jarwin, Antoine Woods, all on the way. Dallas Cowboys football will continue in a moment.
6: Yes, Cowboys indeed. love their freedom and Tommy John underwear gives you that feeling of freedom freedom all right so with that uh being said guys you already know how I think of this team I I think that we have a chance we have a a a great opportunity to make things happen in the the next level uh all we got to do is just play what's in front of us and things will happen uh to just take one uh, game at a time, one day at a time, and and it will all happen, Cowboy Nation. Let's get this thing going. All we got to do now is continue, continue, and I'm talking about continue to do the things that we need to do, and, uh, and that score early and often. And, and and at least attempt to throw the ball down the field make everybody play honest you guys know how they go winning is winning yes so what's the score everybody do anybody know the score for the uh the Eagles versus somebody said eaglet <laughs> Eagles versus the Redskins uh, anybody knows that score help a brother out man uh, yes indeed mm, let's go Cowboy Nation Seahawks 14 to 13 just when i thought the uh, Cardinals was folding up like lawn chairs okay they're coming back so, if the Cardinals can put up 13 points, if they so happen to win, and we can play them at home, oh, yes. <laughs> e girls may get knocked out today. <laughs> no, don't tell me they're going to lose to a backup of a backup of a backup quarterback. <laughs> he used to play for the Cowboys. Uh, Joe Johnson, he was on the roster for like, what, two or three days, what have you? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Lost salute. All that the Dak does is win. I mean,. The intangibles, the things that we just can't see, and then if on top of that, if you look at it from a another perspective, man. So thirteen and three, his first year. Okay, okay, that was cool. Mostly uh, everybody know that Ezekiel Elliott was just phenomenal that year. Uh, we had some nice plays drawn up. Dez was showing up too as well. So we had some things going on for us at, at two thousand sixteen. Uh, we had some Ron Leary. It helped out with that offensive line. We didn't have the offensive line issues. Uh, And then on top of that, the next year, nine and seven. (laughs) And then on top of that, this year, 10 and six. You know, so, I mean, look, if we would have won three more games, then we had been in the same wheelhouse, right? So that's how close this league is, man. Uh, We just got to be ready when the number is called. So it is what it is. Cowboy Nation. Let me see. Somebody saying victory music. 728 Artos. Man, appreciate you, man. Thank you for being part of the nation. Let me see if I can find it. I don't know where it went to. Let me see where it went off to. There she go. There she go. Let's tune it in. Let's 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 pump this thing up a little bit. <laughs> Yes, thank you for the donation to Help Grow the Nation. Yes, the friendly neighborhood Blue Shield. Yes. We say the Eagles are in good position to make the playoffs. That could be interesting. Yeah, it could be. But how about them cowboys? (laughs) Yeah, Cowboy Nation. Let's go. Let's roll with this thing. Let's get up on the seats. nation all right so let's tune back in over here let's see what they got this is home still commercial break yes they uh going over to commercial break let me give this because i didn't do it in a while yes indeed we crunk baby (laughs) you better be crunk because we both we're not supposed to be in this thing and i'm tired as hell but i'm still here with the nation go, Cowboy Nation. We're live like 1995. Yes, we live like 95 in the mix. Yes. <laughs> Blake with the new Doc Prescott toy. Yes, he is. Uh, he is the new toy. He is the new flavor for the month. And uh, hopefully next week we can see a little bit more of that toy being utilized, especially when you talk about number 10 Some back in the mix. In town. Yes, indeed. Still commercial break. Really appreciate everyone. Uh, Don't forget, uh, put down where you're from. I I love to see that because we are the only nation that can say this. Like, we can say we're from Canada. We can say we're from the UK. We can say we are uh, tap dancing over here in New York. Look, when we scored those touchdowns, I was sitting there looking at the game. And I said, man, is this a home game? (laughs) It sounds like we had a thousand people strong right there in the end zone. So that's what I'm talking about. We took over New York, right? It was more uh, blue, silver and blue nation's jersey than that other funk fake faky, fickle blue that the uh, Giants got. You know what I mean? <laughs> we did this thing, especially leading off from three and five. Come on now. Come on. And I'm going to talk about Cooper a little bit. I'm going to give you guys my rationale, my thoughts, his body language. We're going to talk about that uh, as well. But let's see if they're back from commercial break. Four plays,
1: zero yards. That capped off the victory, 36 35 for the Dallas Cowboys. And Jesse Holly, Ari Temkin, Dallas Cowboys postgame show, 877 881 1053. If you'd like to call in or text, have your thoughts heard, 877 881 1053. But Blake Jarwin had that catch. In that drive What's of the a game tough finished seven for one nineteen after the game, baby. he cut up with their own Mike Fisher. South Carolina. Some people Fish. that don't know the work that you put in and the things you do in the practice field are a little shocked here. Are you even yourself a little bit shocked?
6: Uh no, you know, I'm happy for the team. Uh you know, it starts up front Our line did good, Dak played a heck of a game and then you know, the receivers always make plays. So that always opens up the offense for the other guys and you know,
1: I'm just uh you know, lucky blessed to be in that position. Around here tight ends run uh, when they do it right, run Y option routes. Is that a part
4: uh, of what you did um, today? Yeah, there's a few in there. Uh you know, the whisk special but uh, we had a few
0: other plays that broke big, and so, you know, like I said, I'm just happy about those.
4: Like,
3: was it part of the plan, or did it just
6: work this way? Uh, you know, um, every play we, we plan on scoring a touchdown on it, so, you know, just kind of those were the ones that hit big, and so, you know, like I said, Dak played a heck of a game, the O-line blocked really well. Your
4: last touchdown was almost like the parting of the seas. You just yeah. ran through those guys.
6: Yeah, it was, like, it was just a weird deal. I kind
4: of just floated, and Dak threw a perfect ball, and I just kind of started running.
3: How Have you heard, heard the last prep- prep- red zone
6: issues, and are you confident that they're fixed now? Uh, yeah, I'm confident. Uh, you know, I've Confident. Got, I'm excited about next week. This is a good, good game. To this this season.
1: It's Blake Jarwin on the Dallas Cowboys Raider Network. Blake Jarwin's with our own Mike Fisher. Uh, Cowboys beat the the Giants 36-35. Seahawks, by the way, 9-6, and six, looking to clinch that 5-seed to play Dallas next week. Clinging to a 14-13 lead, mm. closing seconds of the first half. Wow. 14-13. It was 14-3. Wow. And the 3-12 and 12 Cardinals are fighting back, Jess. 3-12. and
6: 12. Josh Allen. Larry Fitzgerald
1: had a one-handed catch Who's in game that game. That just lets you
0: know that like that dude is I'm just still a here. GOAT. I'm still He's here. He's just a GOAT. Um,
1: Seattle. Shout, Shout Seattle out to you, John
6: Davis. What's up? Shout <laughs> out to you. They better Thank get it to together. Today.
1: You can't lose to the, what, four-win Niners a couple of weeks ago and then the three-win <laughs> Cardinals to close out the season.
6: That water tastes good today. <laughs>
0: Seattle seems at times it plays down to its competition. Yeah. When the, when those big games come about when they have to play, you know, the the the, the components, the, the opponents that we all look at and go, mmm, I don't know if they can win that game. They come out and they play lights out. They play like world beaters. And then they go against a team like the Niners or a team like the Cardinals who who don't want to be on the field today, who are all looking to get on their on their boat to their yacht, to their planes and go on vacation and they give you a game. <laughs> Seattle can't play down to their competition. Um, mm-hmm. If they do, they do. But it seems like they play more down to their competition than, than, than most teams in the league when they have a good team. But when they play teams that shouldn't be on the same field with them, they play down to their competition. So they they can back into this thing if they want to. And I'll gladly take a broken down Seattle team here in Dallas next week. Uh, <laughs> right. If that's what
1: they want to do. Well, well I'll gladly accept it. Me too. Another- terrific will mcclay find antoine woods we'll hear from him in a moment but first last year 2017 uh-huh. the tight end combination of jason witten jeff swaim and james Hanna combined for 673 yards receiving
6: 10-0 philly
1: blake jarwin's 82. 119 yards today he jeff swaim dalton troll to rico gathers are at 710 yards receiving in 2018. <laughs> wow. Remarkable. What's that? What's that? That's uh, the game, Antoine Woods, who's Viking also been score. a major surprise and remarkable this Chicago season.
6: Chicago Vikings score. Nobody, Nobody got right? that. Mike Fisher. Uh, so Tank gets a sack out of what, what, for a second
1: there, was an interception. How much do you care one way or the other?
5: I mean, I care a lot because I was a, I was a play away from being a uh, cover two corner. Yeah. So, um, But it's good. I'm happy that he got the double-digit sack. So I would rather that than my interception any day.
4: Uh, but you did get a chance to show off the
1: hands. Right? Yeah. The kind of thing you've done in practice as a, yeah. as a fielder of onside kicks and that kind of junk
5: well you know the hands is a one you know we work, you on this. we work on this every day you know I'm, I'm like a hybrid receiver hybrid cover two corner so so um yeah shout out the nose tackle you know i want matt madden madden shout out madden i need to put my hands up to about 99 because it's just right I'm one for one. I don't even drop passes, so yeah.
4: You, you spent the whole year here being subtly colorful, but now yeah. all of a sudden you get to be openly colorful. You you're you're enjoying that. You yeah, like the spotlight.
5: I, no, it's cool. I mean, I just come to work every day. And we got a job. We get paid to do a job, and I do my job.
1: Yes, Will McClay, known indeed. for fighting diamonds of the rough, Antoine Woods is one of them. Uh, interior defense
6: hey, lineman. guys, man. I was so wrong. I'm eating a lot of crow uh, it, during this off season, I'll Let you guys know how much I know, right? It's very minimum. <laughs> I said Antoine Barbecue Woods. Oh man, what what the world? What we got him for? And uh, not knowing that the Tennessee uh, played what three four defense most of the, most of the time, and uh, he didn't look well in that positioning. And I said, man, this guy can't. He can't. He don't have no explosion um he, he don't get off his release well he don't disengage well he don't play through the echo of the whistle and i was so wrong on him i'm so glad i was wrong on him Antoine, was funny too yes and then on top of that the uh the lve i was wrong so hey this is the thing next season during the off that be sometime and shout out to you on a uh, periscope uh this is the thing uh Next year, I'm going to pick everybody to be, like, horrible and trash. <laughs> and hopefully, that everybody can just be like, oh, yeah, we're going to prove law wrong. <laughs> because right now, I was wrong on LVE, and I was wrong on uh, Antoine Barbecue Woods. So now, and I mean absolutely now, I'm just wanting Taco <laughs> to prove me wrong as well. Shout out to Taco, though. He still showed up a little bit in his game. Need,
0: they need that guy in, in – in- and Antoine knew that he was gonna have a good season. He banked on himself and he went and go he went and signed with old Drew Rosenhaus, uh, who is the agent of Alan Hearns. So there's a relationship there, uh, with the Cowboys and that in that agency. So he's definitely gonna to try to go in there and and, and and secure himself a little bit of that a little bit of that money bag that, that the
1: rest of the guys will be getting this off guys like Tank on that defensive line. Thirty four total tackles for Antoine Woods this year, had a sack and a half, had yeah. an interception kind of a fumble recovery, um, at a least. fumble recovery, on now, the Demarcus Lawrence an ten and, and a half sack. that turned into a fumble recovery. It did. He played a role nice. in it. It was it all did. Demarcus Lawrence, but Woods had to corral the interception fumble, and it just caps off a tremendous year for the undrafted free agent signee out of USC who has USC. found a place with the Dallas Cowboys. A position the Cowboys don't want. A player though that transcended that for this team, and just a part of a, a great defense this season that. Gave 35 points today against a Giants team that had five wins. But Saquon Barkley was spectacular, and it's the first time the Cowboys have given up <laughs> at least 30 points in a game since week 11. Longley,
6: that crow is good. Last too. <laughs> season
1: when they lost 39-7 wow. to the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday night, night football. football. All right, yeah. we'll still hear from Cole Beasley, okay. Sean Lee, plus your phone calls, your thoughts. Cowboys finish off the season 10-6. and six. The playoffs start six. right now. We don't know who yet We don't know when yet, but we do know the Cowboys at 10-6 and are the four seeds of the NFC hosting a playoff game next week. You're listening to the Dallas Cowboys.
6: Yes, indeed. Cowboy Nation, man. Let's see in the playoffs. This is John Davis. Hey, we just hope we get Zeke back. We get a whole bunch of other guys back. Tyron Smith. Uh, We get uh, Zach Martin back. So we should play a little bit better. Charo went off today, baby. When I tell you guys, man, Jarwin, man. He looked like the guy that played for the uh, Travis Kelsey. Uh, he looks like him almost a little bit out there today. He had a one hell of a day. Um, shout out to Jarwin. Now Swam is looking like, man, I need to get back out there. And old Schultz, he's sitting there saying to himself, okay. And Rico, we already know Rico is looking like, man, this boy is it just it just wrecking shop out there. Uh, hopefully, I can have time next year to get out there. That's what he's saying. Uh, shout out to everybody, man. Trey Kennedy, man, what's good with you, man? Thank you for tuning in. We playing Saturday night, maybe. Uh, man, I don't want us to play Saturday. I want us to play, get us that extra day of rest, not throw off anything uh, that's not common to us. reason Yes, indeed. So uh, hopefully, uh, we'll play Sunday. <laughs> that's what I'm that's what I'm shooting for. Uh... <laughs> jarring greater than kelsey this is from dak b sometime <laughs> this is on the periscope shout out to you man <laughs> yes indeed that's what he's saying uh wow jarring better than kelsey <laughs> today he was today today Law. what's the uh, news on Cooper? yeah i'm glad you uh cooper um after that fumble he disappeared and uh and a little bit before that his body language to me didn't look promising, uh, especially uh, on a few of those passing. Uh, if you go back and look at the 17 uh, long catch, Cooper was sitting there like, man, why in the hell I'm on this team? Hopefully, hopefully he can just snap it back around to me personally. Uh, ever since he called out Scott Lenihan when he had the 210 some yards out there, uh, he just disappeared. And, and, and trust me. Dak Prescott is not the best thrower of the ball, but the passes that was thrown to Cooper today was pretty much closer on target uh, besides the one that he turned the he turned inside and the pass was on to the outside. So it's one of those things where I think that he's frustrated and he don't play well when he's like that, and I think that this team need to figure out how to corral that come next week. Maybe, just maybe, they can put him in the motion, end the round, just give him the ball before the second excuse me, before the second half, they need to figure out how to put the water off of that fire because right now it's not healthy for us. If you go back and you go back and look at the uh, broadcasting view, I understand that he was upset and he was kind of peed off that he made the fumble, what have you, but I do not like Cooper sitting on the bench by himself i do not like that we need to figure out a way to just get this thing all together and find a way to just uplift the young brother that's what we got to do so uh chris longley you says what 13 to 3 chicago halftime eagles 10-0 oh wow let me know cowboy nation do you guys want the eagles to be in the playoff are you guys fearing the Eagles right now? Do you guys want them to be in the playoffs? Let me know. Just give me a yes or a no that's in the chat box. Uh, the Butcher, what's up? The Pastor Cooper. It ran away from it. <laughs> yeah, Seahawks, fifth seed, regardless, I believe. Um, I don't know. I think the Eagles, I think the Seahawks got to win this game. Is that correct? Marcel, Marcus, uh, Bell. Let me know if anybody got those playoff uh, stats and numbers Ronald. out there. Rawlings. Yes, indeed. Um, what we have here? Chris Longley? No. Yeah. My guy, Dak B, he said F no. Uh, I want the Eagles in there. Yes. Somebody said they want them. We don't run from anything, huh, Cowboy Nation? We do not run from anything. We want to get out there and let them know that we are the oh, We are the best. Oh, we will fight them oh, anywhere. <laughs> oh, we want the Rams.
4: <laughs>
6: I see you, LBK. ready to fight anybody that's what i'm talking about Vikings can get the fifth seed if they win and see lose yeah okay bring on the eagles especially especially those who've been talking and bumping all their gums about the eagles and things like that that's okay that's cool they're defending super bowl champions but i'm willing and i'm willing to uh, fight them we're not scared of anybody let's go cowboy nation let's go Keep that – what we tell them, keep that same energy. <laughs> beat them three times this year. That's what we're talking about. And <laughs> We'll beat them again. That's what we – <laughs> yes, indeed. What about Carson 15 Wentz?
3: Fifteen minutes could save you.
6: <laughs> Should have kept Bo Scarborough. He's on the Seahawks now. What is he doing for the Seahawks Uh, and Fred? Uh, let me know what he's doing out there because uh, I haven't yet to see. I've seen Carson all day. I'm, I'm just seeing him out there, you know. Set them up. We will knock them down. That's what I'm talking about. LBK. Yes, not scared of the Eagles. Yeah, it'll be. He'll be even more of a victory uh, salute if if we just go down there and dominate those guys. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's go. Let's
1: go, Cowboys. A radio. Put it in Station. Mr. Glass.
6: Went. <laughs> in
4: right
6: yes, indeed. Dang, the Redskins blow, though. <laughs> What's the score, man? What's the score? Is it still a halftime? With a minute... <laughs> I'd rather see Foles than wins. Okay. Foles gonna get... Sheila Neal, appreciate you for tuning in to the nation. Really appreciate you uh, for regulating and holding everything down for me. Really appreciate that. Dak looks like a different quarterback today. He did. He, he challenged the ball. He rolled out to his right opposed to his left. He did look well today. Uh, he did get what? Two sacks? Three sacks? Managing tickets
1: easy, whether it's buying or transferring. Download uh, the SeatGeek app on your no, phone okay. and take twenty dollars off your first purchase using code Dallas Cowboys. checkout. H-Z SeatGeek. Boys. Life's an Shout event. SeatGeek has the tickets. It's on a twitch. Scott is calling in from Jersey. Scott, ahead, Scott. you're on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. Scott, hey, what's up, bro? Hi, hey,
3: guys, man. Happy Happy New Happy Cowboy
4: New Year's, man. What's going on? <laughs> happy
1: Cowboy New Year.
4: Everything's good. Everything's great, man. Hey, you know what wonders me, though? Like, we're always worried about, like, you know, let's sit Zeke, let's sit Dak and everything. How about our defense? Our defense has been really our offense all year long. We don't worry about ever sitting any of them and them not getting hurt compared to our offensive players. They they never talk about that, Jeff. Why is that? We need our defense just as much as our offense. Don't you think?
1: Appreciate the phone call, Scott. Yeah, no yeah I mean the defense. DeMarcus Lawrence had a shoulder injury all year, Jesse, and he he played through it in this game. And and still got a sack. All of the starters played. All the starters, right. normal guys played. Nobody sat for this defense. I, I think because this year, when
0: you look at the defense, the most consistent thing, the most consistent part of this team, this Cowboys team, this year in 20, 2018
6: defensive back maybe has been the defense. Four. Yeah.
0: The offense has been inconsistent. Remember, Linebacker there court. was a point in time of this year when, when, when this team was three and five, and the offense couldn't find a rhythm. And the defense was tra- and they, they were doing their best. Defense has, they're, they're in top 10 in a lot of st- statistical statistics. categories. Yeah, they were That's a top right. five defense all year long. So it's been tough to criticize the defense because they've been the strong and the most consistent part of this team all year long. And they
6: have get it out, Jason, Just a premier get pass
0: rusher. They have two starting young linebackers. They have a corner. I mean, they have a lot of pieces on that side of the ball that allow them to be the the backbone of this team. You want to be good in all. I sound like Jason Garrett now in all <laughs> three, all three phases, phases of the game. Of the
6: game yeah.
0: But if you had to look at one phase of this game that's been the most consistent, it's been they've had some shaky moments here and there. But from start to finish, this defense has held this team. Held this team down get it out. and, yes, and get kept, it, kept out. it afloat for most of the season. Talk about special
1: teams, you concerned at all about special teams? You know, I mentioned this to yes. you during the broadcast, during the game. Uh, Brett Maher missed a kick in this game. He's now twenty-nine of thirty-six on the season, eighty-point-five percent, twenty-fifth in the National Football League. He's five of five from fifty-plus, <laughs> but he's eighty percent overall. You concerned at all 25th in the yeah, National yeah, Football close. League. If if Brett Mahar was in a category
0: by himself, and when you look at those kicker statistics, right? So it, it may be 80%. Then someone may be 79.999 and 79.998 and 79.997. It's it's a it's a very tight window when it comes to those kicking percentages and this 80% year percent though Jess 80% but that's, look, fe- that's that, that there's there's fear in there but look around the league
1: this this the league in general this year has been a kicking debacle yeah but Robbie Golds at 97% so is Eldrick Rosas Ooh. who we just saw in the Giants game Matt Bryant all all the bad teams seemingly have kickers <laughs> quality kickers for a team that relies as much as it does on the kicking game it's hard not to be a little bit concerned about that going to the playoffs. A guy that's you don't—I guess we know from fifty-plus he could hit. Right.
6: They should just uh, move uh, Brett Maher all the way back to the fifty-yard line and say, "Hey, man, kick this kick." Because even on the um, what's that? The after you score the uh, touchdown, the extra point, one of them banged off the, uh, the, the the field goal rail. So I'm sitting here looking. I said, "Boy, if, if he missed that kick, look at the game. We'd have had to go to overtime." He's going to have to step that up a little bit. We're going to have to do something like move the ball back to the 50-yard line, regardless of the situation when we kick field goals. <laughs> Undoubtedly, he can't kick the field goal when it's short. That's a problem that we have. We'll always be in fear of that, right?
0: <laughs> put What order or what place do you put
1: Brent Marhart in the kicking game on that list of concerns? Pretty high, maybe higher yeah. than most, not – as high as the passing game, which is inconsistent, though it played well tonight, today, still fairly high. I mean, I, for me, I, I'm just thinking on the top of my head, there's about five
0: other things that I can list of as a concern before I get to Brett Maher. That's just me. And well, I don't know if it'll this come... This is a
1: team that attempts a lot of field goals.
0: Well, if he comes back to bite us in the butt, if, if it comes down to that, then it comes down to that. And if you, if, if you know... If, if you have to go and win a game when your kicker and he can't make one from twenty eight yards away, then guess what? You deserve to win that game anyway. Good point. You don't. Like, it, you don't. If, if he can't make a kick from twenty eight yards or thirty five yards or forty yards, which would seem to be an average kick in the National Football League these days, if he can't make one from that from that percentage, then I don't know what to tell you. Like I don't know how you fix that. There's a there's a number of other things in this on this team that could be concerned about. Where Brett Maher, if he can't connect. From 30 yards Bird to a, Box, to win a, baby. a football game, then gosh darn it, you don't know to win that football game.
1: I can't see who saw that movie, Bird Box. <laughs> Jay is calling in from Allen. Jay, Jay, I can't see. That's California, whatever I look like network. when Brett Mayhard hey, be kicking good the ball. Guys. Good
0: afternoon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, a nice,
4: nice victory. Uh, you know, just one thing, uh, you know, I'll. I am a Sean Lee fan and uh and I'm all for Vanderush, especially being younger and everything, but uh the few plays that he did play, uh you know I felt kind of bad because he just seemed um a little little off step. What, what what's your take on that, Jesse?
0: I think your eyes have been trained to see how athletic Jalen looks and how fast
6: it was a good Layton
0: Vanderush looks, and then when you put Sean Lee in there, he looks off.
3: <laughs> yeah, he seemed a
6: little off today. And rusty, that's
1: what he
0: you. He also hasn't played a lot of snaps in live action. in
6: Look, man, look, the guy have not played in a minute, and the time you put him out there, he's he got to go against uh Saquon <laughs> Barkley, and that guy's hard to bring down. I thought for sure, is it that's number 20? is his name spelled wrong is that barry sanders out there because at one point i'm sitting there saying to myself man man to put lv put the young kid back out there at least he can disengage and he got a little length on him (laughs) my guy sean lee i love him to death but i I don't know man i can't speak it's against the law to speak ill will on sean lee right now it's just against the law should i
0: open up and and run with this this tight end on this running back down the field because the last time I did that, I tore, I pulled my hamstring. So he looks a little off. Because one, I think we see the athleticism <laughs> and the speed from Leighton Vanderesh Esch and Jalen Smith, but also two, he may be a hesitant because maybe he doesn't quite trust his body to go
1: back out there and run around full speed just yet. Yes. The Cowboys go two and five this season with Sean Lee in the lineup. The other win, also against the New York Giants, <laughs> week two, eight and one without him. We'll hear from the aforementioned Sean Lee coming up. Also, Cole Beasley, who had a terrific game, 94 yards and a touchdown, the game-winning touchdown, plus your phone calls and your thoughts on the 36-35 victory for the Cowboys. 36-35,
6: we sweep the Giants. Yes, indeed. I can't wait to hear what Beasley got to say. I can't wait to hear what Sean Lee going to say. Um, yeah, Yeah, he will be our linebacker. Coach, this is from Spiffy AC. Appreciate you for tuning in to the nation. Hey, it is what it is. I'll take him as our linebacker coach. Uh, I think that uh, he, got, he got the knowledge. <laughs> he got the mindset. He can put people in the right places right now, but his body's failing on him. You know, it's just one of those things. You guys played basketball before. You guys played football before. It looks all good until you get out there on the field. And then you say to yourself, man, this is a young man's sport. <laughs> Compare those numbers, Sean Lee, in the lineup last year to this year drastic difference. Uh this is from Spiffy. I know, man. It's injuries just, just hit you like this, you know. Um when we was young, somebody can relate. We used to jump off the balconies. We used to jump off porches. Uh I, I remember me and my younger brother, uh we were so um crunk and, and just playing on the edge. Uh I, I never forget got a, a trampoline <laughs> and uh we was like okay, all right, cool. Let's do this, though. Let's get the trampoline, push it a little bit closer to the house, climb up on top of the house, and jump off and see who can jump the highest there. We did crazy stuff like that. Now, I can't get me and my brother to jump off a porch without snapping up an ACL or twisting a knee or something like that. But when we were young, boy, we did some crazy things. But it seems like all of a sudden it hit you just like that. Your back go down, your knee gets twisted up, your your ankle and all that stuff. But just like uh, LVE today... He just put a little spit on that shin, and he was back out there. He, but they was like, you know what? It's, it's getting towards a lot of part of the game. We're just going to hold you out. We'll see you next week, you know. Uh, but thank goodness for Cole Beasley knee. Yes, Townsend. Yes, indeed. Thank goodness for that knee. That knee got down. <laughs> uh, what, what John Madden used to say, one knee equals two feet. Yes, indeed. Michael, appreciate you. Thank you for uh, supporting the channel, man. Really appreciate that. He said, love the channel, long and then he put some, comma, comma, knowledge. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And uh, knowledge is power, right? Power. And let me tell you something. Break this down. Uh, power cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. So I'm transferring what I, what little knowledge that I got to you guys. <laughs> and then you guys are transferring it to someone else. That's how life is, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go with this thing. <laughs> yes, Indeed. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to down this water in a few I'm going to down this water Yeah, let's down this water Water break Used to be a Hennessy break Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Really appreciate each and every one of you guys for tuning in to this thing. Let's continue to grow the channel. Don't forget to hit that like button. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Share this content. Guys know how to go from here? Yes. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Let's listen in to 105.3 The Fan. Okay, they're still on commercial break. I thought we were going to listen in to 105.3 The Fan. Alfredo Ortiz, appreciate you for tuning in. Salute from you uh, fresh. From Cali. law that's what I'm talking about. I go to California every year, uh, especially down in San Diego. Then hopefully this year we'll be live like 95 in Oxnard, California. Yes, we'll be in the mix. So if you're close to that area, hit me up because I'd like to see you there. Uh, Somebody asked earlier where I get this wonderful, and I'm talking about a beautiful hoodie from. I actually got this from Dillard's right before the Christmas holiday I went into dealers they had these on special sale. The normally ticket price for what well, sale price was like $65. Got it for 40. So, I mean, it's expensive to have this stuff, right? <laughs> Appreciate you uh W luck. Appreciate you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing. Cousin is trash. What is they doing now? What is the score with Kirk Cousin? <laughs> Bring in Votz. Votz is in the house. Let me know and I can Snap send the him gun. the link. Five man... I don't know if I don't see Votz's name down there, so if he's in the house, I'll bring him in. But if not, we continue to do our thing, one way or another. Yes, uh, I'm from Paul Mall. Yes, what I'm talking about, key Yes, uh, hey, my, my water <laughs> tastes nice. Yes, it does, don't it? When we win, that water, boy. <laughs> yes, indeed, it's water. This is not Aquafina water right now. This is something like Victory Water. And we get another victory Monday. Do we get another victory Monday? Woo! Yes, let's the go. Of the
1: burgers, are craving like they're all.
6: Still commercial break. Still commercial break. Thirteen to three, law. Who, who's up again? Who's up? Let me know. You Vonch, and Foot should work together on the uh, Cowboys Network. Um, we got some things brewing in the fire. We got some things going, and in, in those parameters, so hopefully, uh, we can you know. This is, a, this is going into my third year. So, uh, man, well, year five, man, boy, we're going to be Cowboys crunk. Win. They clinched their 10th so victory crunk.
1: of the season. Ari Temkin, Jesse Holly, with you. Cowboys win. Cowboys win. 36-35, <laughs> their 10th of the year. Might have been ill-advised for Jason Garrett and this Cowboys coaching uh, staff on the to go four quarters. Dak Prescott to play to win the game without Zeke Elliott, Zach Martin, and Tyron Smith. But they don't care what we think. They don't care what we say. We've said that. Appreciate it, Roy. They say that, and it's clear. We thought it was not a good decision to stick with Dak Prescott. They didn't care. They played to win. And what matters is that they're playing for their coach and Jason Garrett, and that's all that matters, right? At the end of the day,
0: yes. But I find it hard to believe that Jerry Jones wasn't sitting in that box uh, today and, and really just... On pins and needles every single snap. When Dak Prescott got sacked, he was like, "Get up, get up, get up, get, get up, up, get up." When he saw a guy down, he was like, Is "That four? Is that four? No, it wasn't four Because it's 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 one of those deals where you Scared you, money you, make you no know money. in your heart of hearts that that may not be the best decision, but. We've heard Jerry Jones say it before. He goes, "Man, some of the same things that people ask me about Jason Garrett, I go back and ask him about him, <laughs> and he gives me some answers, and I leave there feeling like he fooled me again, he got me again." So the same thing could apply there. He, he probably could have went there and they sat down and said, "All right, what are we doing this week?" You know, no Zeke, right? Yeah, no Tyron, right? Yeah, no, no, no Zach Martin, right? Yeah, and no, no, no Dak overcoming, Prescott coming,
6: overcoming everything. Now he's gonna play
0: all four quarters. Wait, what? What? What would you say, Jason? <laughs> why? What, why is he playing all four quarters? Huh? And Jason probably gave him one of those great, <laughs> great, great, but great excuses. Surreal, huh? And it worked out today. It worked Gee. out. So we can sit there with the shoulda, coulda, woulda's all we shoulda, want. Coulda, it woulda. worked out for them. As dangerous as it, is, it may have seemed, <laughs> as as risky as it may have felt to play him all that long, it worked out for the team. And if momentum is real, <laughs> If creating some confidence is real, I think they did a little bit of that today in this football game with this victory. They seem to be in it. Like They didn't come out today and, 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 and see like it, they wanted to put out a lackluster performance. They all came out today, and it looked like they wanted to go and compete. It looked like they wanted to go out there and win this football game, they and they did. And That's we sit here and baby. say the shoulda, coulda, world is all we want. They didn't happen. We move on to the next round of the playoffs. We get ready for next
1: Saturday or Sunday, whenever that is and whoever we have to face on that day. Mm. Yeah, as of this moment, closing on the second half for most of these late afternoon games that are of substance as it pertains to the Dallas Cowboys, the Seahawks clinging to a 14-13 lead. Cardinals with the football. First and 10 for Arizona after a punt by Seattle. 10-34 to go third quarter. So Cardinals aren't dead yet, uh, and and that obviously has major implications. For the Dallas Cowboys, the Bears, meanwhile, clinging to a 13-3 lead, six thirty-eight to play third quarter in that one against the okay. Minnesota Vikings, and the Eagles, who will not get in between a tiebreaker with the Eagles and Seahawks. They would only get in potentially over the Vikings, so if the Vikings lose and the Eagles win, the Eagles are in, oh, but if wow. the Vikings win and the Seahawks win, then the Eagles are out. Hmm. Okay. Uh, even if the Seahawks lost, the Eagles would be out. If the Vikings won, long-winded way to say that. So it could be potentially Cowboys, Seahawks, or or the Seahawks lose the Cardinals, and the Vikings somehow beat the Bears. Cowboys, Vikings, Eight seven seven, eight eight one, one 881 105 on! I ain't Dylan in Fort Worth.
6: Shout out to Go Dylan. Ahead.
1: Dylan, you're on the Dallas Cowboys radio network.
3: Hey guys, um, one of my biggest fears is our quarterback coach. I feel like. You watch week in and week out, Dak Prescott misses these throws. I feel like he doesn't have the right coach or the right teacher to be coach or to take him to the next level. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, this guy hasn't even made Thanks it. Thanks, Dylan. F-
1: appreciate it. the phone
3: call. Cut we're him short! Not again.
0: Right?
1: Like, the quarterback coach thing. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be the quarterback coach. We're not it's doing gotta this, man. man. Like, it, we're not. We, we can't remember that legendary quarterback coach with Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre, and Tom Brady. Remember all those legendary quarterback coaches? Why do we keep going back to this quarterback coach thing? Because it's an easy target. Moore Moore's an easy target. He's, he's Scott Linehan's guy. He is. He didn't win an NFL game as a starting quarterback <laughs> right. ever. He's an easy target.
6: He is.
0: Do we look at Mark Sanchez as a good quarterback in this league? No. Do we look at Mark Sanchez as a franchise quarterback in this league? No, do we look at Mark Sanchez as
6: anything? But but you can't use that analogy, Jesse. Uh, this is the thing. Mark Mark Sanchez did take his team to like the AFC Championship or what have you, and uh, he is a first round draft pick for reasoning. Um, now, Mark Sanchez got his scale skeletons in the closet for other uh, situations, but this is the thing. Um, my hope point of kelly uh, moore uh is this right here he may just be the next greatest quarterback coach of all times he may just be the next bill belichick we would never know but collectively what i'm thinking that fans are out there saying is that like okay we understand his level of of coaching meaning that he don't have the experience so he's learning on the fly meaning that it's just one of those things where it's this he's still got things that he got to develop as a quarterback coach and he's trying to elevate a third year quarterback so it's going to be like that regardless It, it just, just what it is uh, I always say this Jerry Jones there's no salary cap as it relates to coaching he got billion dollars he got billionaire just like I got a daughter if she want to be a mathematician or if she want to be like of science or what have you and I have the resources I'm going to make sure that I utilize my resources to put things around her to be successful i won't just go out there and say okay this person was in-house and this person is first year ever tutoring and this person first year ever trying to do this job and i surround her with that particular person it would not happen at the at the fast rate that we want to see <laughs> scott Lennonhand, okay we understand what he does kelly moore we understand what he does but his skill set and his, his his ability to coach it's it's all a learning process. We're going to see the warts out there. But let's listen to what uh, they have to say a little Numbers bit more. The
1: Cowboys in this game. They seem to be good in the red zone today, right? Three touchdowns <laughs> for Blake Jarwin. Four touchdowns throwing the football for Dak Prescott. So here's the biggest thing about the red zone. What can you take away from a beating a 5-11 and 11 team, though?
0: You, you can game. look at this as something that you can show your team and saying, see, we, we can have some success in the red zone. Yeah, true that. Three but- of four. The
6: thing Cowboys that, were
0: three of four in the red zone. The thing like they did the red zone today, they, they moved Dak Prescott. Yeah, they moved him. They had him on the run. They 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 they, they used his ability to be weird. dual threat. Odd, what a weird decision for them to make in this game. Um, and maybe they can carry that into the playoffs. The closer that you get to the end zone, the tighter the field gets. So you have to be more precise. So you have to be able to draw up some things where you can get that that defense to move and guys can find holes. If you run all four verticals. Yeah, that's easy to defend. It is. Like, run something with some variation, flood a side of the field, put that Prescott on a move, have three levels of passing uh for him, and now, now that way you open up the windows of opportunity for him, and now maybe you could be more successful. And if you get real close, just hand the ball off to 21. If you're, if you're at the five, five and in, hand the ball 21 17,000
1: times and let him run it in for you. Jesse Holly, Ari Tepkin. This is the Dallas Cowboys post-game show. Cowboys win 36-35. Win. More of your phone calls on this win as the playoffs have officially started now. You're listening to the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. You're nah.
6: listening to nothing but the bass. <laughs> yes, indeed. So uh, I'm going to see if uh, my guy, my brother from another mother, no other, don't look like Danny Glover, still want to jump into this thing. Uh, Vox Lombardi, I call him the infamous uh, Vatch Lampard, Barty, who brings the party, man. Uh, let me see if he want to uh, jump in. Uh, let Vach know that I sent him the link, if possible, and uh, I can get him um into this jam. You know how this thing go, right? Cowboy Nation. Uh, all right. So, hey, y'all, y'all see my little logo now? Okay. All right. Let me see if I can fix this around. But appreciate each and every last one of you guys for being part of the mix let's go one way or another let me give y'all this uh, yeah. <laughs> yes indeedy yes indeedy so i'm sending an invite out to watch. let's go cowboy nation all we got to do is win one game at a time right we've been doing this thing for a long time of saying this. one game at a time uh, just take advantages of the opportunities that's there and and don't worry about the naysayers don't worry about uh, what else we need to c- control? We got it. We own it. Let me do this right here too. That's indeed. That's us go, cowboy nation! Yes. rise up to the occasion and remember you already know how we go Go, Cowboy Nation! This thing going one way or another. Giant sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're right on that. Yes, the Giants do uh, suck. The law disappeared. I'm still here. You guys can still see me now. You guys can still see me now. <laughs> what we got over here dj cobs what's up man how you feeling about the game boss yeah this is when he's reaching, reaching out to uh my brother from another mother uh trey f kennedy appreciate you man let's go cowboy nation we still gotta hear um i believe i mean i believe We still gotta hear sean lee right he gotta do his interview let's see if i can pull this around appreciate those when you still commercial still commercial you should be our coach or a professor this is from michael white i like the effort and the presentation i'm a big fan and i will be on board for the next month god willing yes michael um i don't have the strong adulations and the dedications to be a coach it's a lot of time but um i can take a look at who needs to be the coach out here right (laughs) i'm just playing with you guys i wouldn't know who should be the coach at all, but i I can say that there's a lot, you know and I'm saying there's a tons of information that that need to grow with this thing as it relates to the Cowboys nation next year. Uh, we see right now that they put weapons around us, right you know we can still get the ten wins, or uh, one can argue uh eh, one of those games kind of slipped away from us, maybe the Texans game uh we should be at eleven and five, you know something like that, but it is what it is man Frank D la Grassa. I think I said your name right. Come on, law. Talk about Dak. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you want to hear about Dak was what the, uh, he passed for 387 yards for touchdowns. He rolled out to his right, opposed to his left. He was able to, um, Make plays with his legs as well. He didn't uh, get the fumble or, or interception this game, which was cool. I, I like that aspect of his game. I, th- I still think that he needs to go through his progressions a little bit better, faster. And I think that his chemistry with number 19, they're still developing. But we saw with our natural eyes, the, his ability and his growth factor with number 13, if you know what I mean. He was was rocking that ball out to number 13. And number 13, that's what I'm talking about, what he was able to do out there of plucking the ball out of the sky when the ball was thrown too high. We saw that exact same play against the Carolina Panthers. It was a ball that was thrown slightly just too high over the head of Michael, and he, he got a chance to get fingertips on it, but he was not able to bring it in. But today, baby he was able to corral that ball and bring it in and still get up the field i like number 13 i love his i, I love everything about number 13 I love everything about number 19. And I said, beginning of the year that I just don't like their numbers. <laughs> I do not trust me, I'm old school. I would rather for these guys to wear number 80s and, and up, you know, but these 13s and, and 19, it is what it is. But shout out to them. Come on, Vikings, win today or go home. This is from ASI in Christ. Yeah, We'll see though. We'll see.
1: How extend the play and give me a shot? The refs need another look at it, but did you know what it was when you did it?
3: I actually didn't. I knew I caught it clean, but I didn't think I got my feet down. I didn't know if my knee hit or not, so actually I, I so thought it was out at first.
4: Do you believe there's a momentum thing now that that works for next week or as, as unscientific as that might be?
3: Uh, it definitely feels much better to, to go into it with a win. So um, If we would have lost this one, it, it would have felt way different, and the way we won I think um, also is, is big. I mean, Jess,
1: oh, wow. you know we're in that you've been in that locker room before. Is what do you say? I mean, a winning, winning feels good. Winning feels good, Ari. It winning does. feels so like a few everything. weeks ago when they lost and everybody's like, well, they, they needed the loss.
0: You know I didn't buy into that. <laughs> you did not. You know I didn't like no one ever needs a loss. I've never heard someone say, Yeah, you a know what I need call. a loss. You know, hey, so they didn't need a loss today, and they end up with the win. Winning always feels good winning all winning makes injuries a little less, little, little, little hurt a little bit less uh, winning makes the plane rides better Winning makes everything better. There's nothing winning can't cure it, you, you don't you don't go out there to lose games. This is the reason why they keep the score. This is the reason why you practice you do all of that stuff because you want to win that is the ultimate goal. Winning is the motivation. Like, there's Shout nothing else more that you want to Appreciate do you. than win. And so when you actually achieve the thing that you went out there to do, it makes you feel good. It and does. when you have it in this type of fashion where that was a, that was a hell of a play by Cole Beasley. Yes. To was. get the knee down, to get a clean catch. I remember a, a time before we were playing the Giants – Something similar Bryant. to that, Des yeah. Bryant catches the yeah. pass in the Pinky. back of the end zone. Yes, Yeah, our football and recall is nasty. What hit the ground first? His index finger. his, index like his finger. tooth fingers hit out of bounds first and negated the, the touchdown that would have won the game for the Cowboys. So those type of of memories for Cole Beasley and if you if you go on to Dallas Cowboys to their Twitter, there's a photo of it and it's picture <laughs> perfect. It is absolutely great. Like those are the things that you go get framed and you get the fat hit and you put it on the wall in your, in your up, media room or your game room. If I'm oh, yeah. Cole Beasley, I'm going to get that framed and put it on the <laughs> wall in my media room that because it was that type of catch in that type of moment. You you feel good about it. Cole feels good about good about it. He you know, he hasn't had you know a game like this in a while. That has a, a throw like that that we haven't seen mm-hmm. right. a lot of from him. So all of that stuff feels good for in, for each person
1: individually and also for everyone collectively. Jesse Holly, Ari Temkin, eight seven seven
6: eight eight one. Hey, I'm with the belief. I didn't like the Colts game uh, that we lost, but wake up, nation. <laughs> wake the world up. I'm going to keep it PG-13. This was, the, this was the thing. Although we lost to the Colts, I would rather for us to lose then than for us to get out there and say, okay, we won against the Colts. Let's start looking back and sipping the tea because we, we were being like on what a six or seven game winning spree. And, uh, and, and they would have started resting guys against the Buccaneers game. They would have rested guys during the, uh, the final game today. But that wake up nation, that wake up nation, when we played against the Colts, it made us hungry. It made us say, okay, let's go back and look at everything. They hung uh, 23 points up on us, and we couldn't even pinch them, you know, or or we didn't even uh, get into the money zone, green zone. So that, that looks everybody in the eyes and say, okay, we came too far to fold up like lawn chairs, but let's get out here now and beat the Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers played us tough, right or wrong, Cowboy Nation. Right or wrong. The Buccaneers played us tough. They was fighting. They, Jameis Winston. He said, "Okay, I'm a first round draft pick. I should be. I, I should be like the the quarterback for this team." And they already talking about getting rid of me. And uh, Dak Prescott is two zero against Jameis Winston, I believe. So uh, each win. Now we winning. Now <laughs> we can't lose now. Cowboy Nation, we can't lose now. We got to win it all the way out now. (laughs) We got to. We got to pull out everything. Just like my guy Jason Whitten said, we got to pull a rabbit out the head. Not the rabbit out the hat. We got to pull the rabbit out the head somehow. We got to figure out something to get these W's now. Because, man, how good and how pleasant it is for us to get out here and beat whoever we're going to face this Sunday or Saturday, whatever day it may be. Don't you know how they will feel for us, Cowboy Nation? We've been waiting. Two playoff wins in the last 20 years is just horrible. It's a horrible resume to have out there. And if we look like we did today, far as offensively, and if our defense, we got all our troops together, come on now, we can put up 28 strong. That's all I want for our offense to do. Put up 28 points, and we can figure out a way for the, this, this, this defense to figure out the rest. And I'm telling you right now, Hey, the person that was happy that number 90 was off the field is number 10. Eli, 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 Eli. <laughs> hey, D-Law was getting out there. When they put Taco, Taco was still doing his job today, but he's no D-Law. So don't look at that score on the defensive side of the ball and say, okay, they're doing all this. Remember, <laughs> I'm going to say this again, remember this. D-Law didn't play the, the entire second half or what have you. So let's just, just regain our focus one game at a time and let's get this W because we got to win on out now. We got to start our winning spree now. Let's go. Let's get this thing. It can, it can be possible. At least
1: what Jason Garrett and Dak Prescott believe and the reason that he played as much as he played in this meaningless game. Jesse Holly, Ari Temkin, this is the Dallas Cowboys postgame show and Dallas Cowboys football will continue in a moment.
6: Yes, indeed. Continue. The four for four from Wendy's has yes, a lot indeed. So uh, are they go on a commercial break um so with that being said guys well all we got to do is stay stay level-headed yeah dak needs more time see i, I know one thing <laughs> i'm so proud of dak prescott for playing this game the entire game because now he can look back at that tape and say okay i can get away with this i can get away with that oh i could I, I need this to score okay oh drawing? Just like my guys, um, Nikki, uh, Mickey Spag, no, Nikki, Mickey Spag was saying, okay, didn't this help benefit Jarwin out? Yes. Did this help benefit Dak Prescott out? Yes. Oh, and did I mention number 13? Oh, yes. It was nice. All right, so 17, Eaglets, dead skin, zero. Greg, thank you for letting everybody know. Jeff, Heath looked like trash today. Paul, raw dog. He's raw dogging. Uh, <laughs> Paul, uh, Jeff, he, he, he didn't have a, a good display of tape out there at all. Uh, he took poor angles at time. He didn't tackle lower. He, he tackled kind of too high. And the uh, number 26, Saquon, baptized him, gave him the, uh, the, the stiff arm several times, and uh, it, it didn't look good for him. But he did save a touchdown on one of those long uh, runs. I think they still scored anyway, but he he did tackle the guy. for You know, got hit up the field for 68 yards. So uh, Romo definitely predicted 10 and 6 as well. Okay, Trey, that's what I'm talking about. Shout out to Romo. <laughs> Vanilla Hand Lennon Hand stayed away. Gerald Beasley. Got <laughs> that man a nickname, Vanilla Hand. <laughs> Oh, man, my goodness. Uh, Spiffy, what's good, man? Appreciate you. Hawks, 21 cards, 13. Okay. Russell Wilson and company. <laughs> Pete Carroll is a crafty coach. Uh, he's he's one of the underrated coaches out there, so he's going to rev it up next week. So if we play the Seattle Seahawks, some sea chickens, we're we going to have to bring our A game. Our defense is going to have to get that revenge factor. and We should have a healthy Ezekiel Elliott, right? <laughs> Cooper looked real pissed at Dak today, and Moses, eh, yeah, uh, he he looks very um, uh, lethargic, as as they say, uh, when he uh, didn't catch the ball or what have you. But give me the silent assassin. At least he's not on the sideline blowing up and and cussing and, and and throwing tables around and cups of juice. So, I think that what they got to do, they got to just get the ball in his hands, do an end around, maybe a smoke screen here and there, get the guy available to catch the ball. So, when it comes his way, at least he's into the game, he's focused a little bit. Hmm. Yes, uh, Jeff Heath. Ooh, it looked bad for Jeff Heath today. I was sitting there like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> I had my wife. She was watching the game, and she she don't even know football like that. And she was sitting there. Shout out to you, Joseph Torres. Uh, she was sitting there looking, and she said, "Oh my goodness, are they able to do that?" And I said, "Yeah." He put the forehorn, He put the uh, the palms on his shoulder and knocked him out the way. And uh, it is what it is, but uh, we don't have to play a Saquon next week, right? That's the good thing, right? <laughs> we don't have to worry about that until next year. We have to place that. We got to face that guy two times next year, and he's going to be better next year. And he don't have no off the field issues. Uh, the kid is is just remarkable, a gem. Uh, I'm just glad that. To me, what's the score? Uh, shout out to you, Moses, man. Appreciate you. What's the score for the Baker Mayfield? It, it, are they winning? I know there's a different uh, division and what have you. Uh, I can only imagine if um, the, the Giants would have moved up and got Baker Mayfield. I'm glad we don't have to play him two times a year. Quarterback's been known to play for 10 to 15, 20 years. Uh, one can argue Saquon is going to be there for, only for like four or five, give or take yes indeed Jason. yeah he made him his baby out there he gave him a stiffy i was like damn no he don't put that on tape we just got rid of the tape that adrian peterson did on you man is crazy yes indeed brought
1: to you by reliant and nrg company rg yes we were as confused as brad and babe were in the booth is it a sack by lawrence is it Over a interception by woods today. is it a sack oh. and a fumble yeah. Initially, it's it looked shame. like it was a no-sack interception. Then it was ruled sack and fumble. No, Ravens so up 23 Marcus 13. Lawrence, appreciate 10.5 sacks on the wow. season with Raven's that sack. Yeah. Antoine Woods with the quote-unquote fumble recovery. However you score it, it was a dynamic play, and it was all about Demarcus Lawrence.
2: What I loved 14.
0: about this entire play was Antoine Woods' response in the postgame. Mm. The response about this was, it would have been what his was? first career interception, and big boys don't get many interceptions. No, right, they no. But he said, "He said, you know what? I'm glad that they changed it and gave <laughs> Tank the sack, so that put him at double digit sacks." And that just to More show money. that that goes to show you it says a lot says how a lot. much this unit, the hot boys, how much this unit appreciates one another, is down for one another, and is selfless about who gets the accomplishment rewards. Cause he said, man, he could easily say, man, I want that, I want that INT. Tank got one last week. Or the week before whatever he got. he got one already. I wanted to get an INT. But he said, you know what? I'm cool. He got he got the sack. And and he knew. He said, oh that, that put him to double digit sacks. He knew already. My guy got double digit sacks. Cool. I, I'll take the fumble recovery. But my guy, our leader Hot Got the double-digit sacks. I, I know that's what he needed. I know that's what he wanted. I know what looks good on the stat sheet. So that's all good with me. But I, y'all saw my hands, though. And my hands are A1. I'm I'm, I'm ready to be a cover-two corner. <laughs> I'm ready to be a slot receiver. It was but funny. that right there shows you just how how much that group is about
1: each other and the selflessness that they each share one each one. amongst each other. Cowboys beat the Giants thirty six thirty five. They finished the season NFC East Division champs at ten and six. There's a lot of action in terms of who the Cowboys will be playing next week as some of these three o'clock games of mass importance to the Cowboys start to hit their uh, conclusion. The Seahawks, they're up eight twenty one thirteen on the Cardinals. 145 wow. to play third quarter. Seattle with the football there. Nick Foles Again, hurt. if Seattle wins, they clinch the five seed, would play the Cowboys. But other scores of note, Bears clinging to a 13-10 lead early in the fourth quarter in Minnesota. And the Philadelphia Eagles up 17 nothing on the wow. Redskins. 10.40 to play fourth quarter. And we just saw Nick Foles leave that game with an apparent rib injury. So perhaps they could go with Nate Sudfeld, their backup quarterback, already with a 17 nothing lead. Eagles win and Vikings lose. The Eagles would be in the playoffs. Vikings right now trailing the Bears 13-10. Rams running away from the 49ers 38-17. So oh, again, be nice the Seahawks little... win. It'll be Cowboys and Seahawks next week.
6: Uh-huh. But obviously
1: the Eagles still trying to play themselves into the postseason and get a second team in the NFC East into the playoffs. With a Vikings loss, and now Nate Sudfeld is in the game for the Philadelphia Eagles, 10-4 to play a fourth quarter. Eagles up 17 nothing. but they're going to need some help from the Bears defeating the Vikings. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Uh, Daryl and Burleson. Go Darryl. ahead, Daryl. You're on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. Hello. Hello, Cowboys Nation. Uh,
5: I had three comments. Uh, first of all, I think uh, Cole Beasley plays like a beast, so maybe we should call him Beastly. <laughs>
1: yeah, all right. Absolutely. Yeah,
5: yeah. Second, uh, cool. second, Jesse said that he, he doesn't know anybody that needs a loss, uh, so I would say that Beasley need a win. He
6: did. Mm. Interesting.
1: 877 881 105 877 881 1053 Nick in Fort Worth go ahead Nick save us on the Dallas Cowboys radio network
3: Nick I'll be save my best, us guys um hey I was, we were talking earlier I'm a long-time tolo here but uh earlier tolo. we were kind of uh, bashing Garrett about you know the whole line and Zeke was out and we're letting Dak uh, stay in and then kind of toward you know throughout the game whatever happened happened and now we're kind of giving Garrett that whole momentum thing are we playing into Jerry Jones' Cartman's. world now? Uh-huh. So let's say we go into Se- – or next week Seattle comes into town, and we get creamed. And Garrett's whole thing is, you know, we try to get the momentum going, and this is what Jerry Jones wants to. It's like we followed our suit, we want momentum going in, and we get slaughtered by Seattle. Is this the end of Garrett, or are we just falling into another one of Jerry Jones' little hypocritical – of <laughs> Just playing suit of what he wants us to do.
1: Appreciate the phone call, Nick. Interesting up, it call. It. I'll say this. I don't know that anybody's praising Garrett so much as at least what we're saying is we thought it was stupid. You and I were looking at each other during the game <laughs> like, why is Dak Prescott continuing to play? Every series. Now we're looking and saying, he's <laughs> come out again? There- Another series? Wow. and all the other media members that were at the game... All of them tweeting, there's Dak Prescott grabbing his helmet, going out for another series. We were all... (laughs) Let the young man play. None of us thought that he would play the entire game.
6: Yeah. What we're saying is not
1: praising Garrett for it. At least I'm not. But it doesn't matter what we think is what we're saying. Right? Like, it doesn't matter what we thought it was stupid. What matters is those guys in the locker room wanted it to happen. And and they thought it was the right move. And they buy Garrett's message. And that's what matters. That's what matters. That's all that matters. And...
0: The thing the thing with it, it, it with him playing it that way again high tide is 2020 cuz had something happened we would have we we would have hung him we would have hung we would have hung I don't
6: know if you can say that Jesse I Jason to, on, Garrett for that uh, on on live radio I don't
0: think win lose or draw <laughs> well, in the playoffs that Jason's you. going anywhere now I do think the scapegoat will be Scott Lennon.
6: Well, I'm going to let that uh, fester a little bit, but uh, I don't think they would have did anything uh, like that to Jason Garrett. Uh, The thing is, everybody wanted to see Cooper Rush anyhow. Uh, Something happened to – I mean, you don't play scared, basically. That's the best way I can put this into right context. Uh, Dak Prescott, we we understand. (laughs) He got a lot of things that he got to grow from and learn from, and he's doing that from the last two or three games now. Even though we lost against the Colts, well, they figure out what they can't do. <laughs> and they figure out what didn't work. So, I mean, you, you got to play the guy because we will it will all be a mystery if he didn't play this this today, you know. Uh going into this uh playoff game, we would've been like, "Man, could it be possible? Can they ever utilize a tight end? So now whoever wins, whoever we got to play, uh, become the first week of the playoff, they got to look at that tape and say, man, this guy put up three touchdowns. I'm talking about Jarwin. <laughs> and then also uh, Michael Gallup, he's a nice little weapon out there. And Michael Gallup lined up as the X most of the game, believe it or not. So it's, it's something crazy about this altogether, guys. I, I, to me personally, I'm glad that he played. I, I was saying all through uh, last week, play the man. <laughs> he have not proven anything yet. Get him out there and play him so he can be ready next week. So let's listen in to some more 105.3 The Fan, uh, to Jesse Holland. And I mean, Ari it's managing tickets easy. Oh, they're on on a break. Die, Eagles. Die. This is from somebody that just put that down in the chat box. Appreciate you. The Eagles are the Eagles. They are who they are, you know. Greg, appreciate you. Uh, All right, who else we have here? Appreciate everybody. Dak haters can sit down today. Yeah, Sarah Green, I agree. Paul Rawdog, what's good, man? Skins have fifty-one players on IR in two years. Gruden is not getting fired. Yeah, I like this. Uh, I want them to continue to keep Gruden, and uh, I, I really, I'm pleased with Eli today because he played himself right into it right so they're gonna maybe uh re-sign Eli this offseason this is his last final year right so I'm talking about the Giants man <laughs> so they're gonna re-sign him right so it's, it's a win-win situation because we already know Eli's gonna do Eli things he gonna give you a little splash of hope and then he's gonna take it away from you and I like this although he a two-time championship winner um Super Bowl it is what it is damn Washington needs some milk <laughs> Oh my goodness, man! Uh, it is what it is at this point. Hopefully, um, the Vikings can do their thing. If not, like I said before, come on, bring the Eagles on. <laughs> We're not running from nobody because we know all we got to do is play our style of football. <laughs> we do our style of football. What economic growth. Of yes, they still are on commercial break. Appreciate everybody. When that happened there, when I checked like that, and it's still on commercial break. Let's do this though. Y'all know what that is about. Minnesota scratching and crawling. Shout out to you, Shoddy. Appreciate you. Yeah, let's go, Cowboy Nation. Right. Are you guys happy? Are you guys jumping out for joy? Let's go, Cowboy Nation. Hype time, yes. Indeed. I need some fire emojis though. I need to get this thing fired up and lit up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. go cowboy nation we was right here look listen yes we was right here at the same moment of time when we was 3 and 5 right we was right here at this same moment and I'm saying everybody if you don't know this right now you should go out there and grab you a pen grab you a sheet of paper when you're up against your struggles, meet it squarely face to face. Lift your chin, set your shoulders, let your feet, and take a brace. When it's vain to try to dodge it, do the best that you can do. You may fall, you may conquer, see it through. Even hope may seem but futile, then with trouble may be beset. Remember, nation, you're facing what other legends have met. Like the Troy Aikmans, the Roger Starbacks of the worlds, right? <laughs> We're facing what other legends have met. But all I can say is, baby, if you continue to lift your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. If you can wait and not be tired by waiting or lot about don't deal in lies or hate it and yet give way to hating. But don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can think and not make thoughts your aim. If you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools or watch the things you gave your whole life for, broken and stooped and built back up again with worn-out tools. If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss to lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe one word of your loss. If you can walk with kings and presidents and legends Never lose the calming touch. If neither foes or trash fans out there, the fickle fans or the trolls out there can harm you. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, my friend, you have unlocked the true meaning of what it takes to be a champion. And when we host that Lombardi trophy, boy, it's going to be sweet. And we're going to talk about this thing and we're going to look everybody in their eyes and we're going to say Yes. Three and five didn't hold us down, but now look at us, ten and six, and we finna go beat this team down next week. Let's go. Yes. Let's get clumped, baby. (laughs) <laughs> let's go cowboy nation the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish right let's get this thing going one way or another cowboy nation let's go let's get crunk we get
0: go I don't know, but I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm trying to get us to go right now. Go, I'm, I'm trying go. to. I'm trying to get that. i put putting into the atmosphere. <laughs> I'm speaking into an existence that we can call the the first championship game for the Cowboys in twenty <laughs> something years. Will be Come on, nice. we gotta be in Atlanta for that one. We gotta find. Tim has to find a room for us. Gavin has to find a room. for us. We'll, share a room. we'll share
1: a room. We'll share a room. We'll be bunkies. Absolutely. We won't share we a bed. We've basically been married all year. Yeah, we, we'll they, share a if room. If we need to share a bed, why not? I got, got people in Atlanta, Atlanta Blake.
0: If they can't find us a room, i I got people in Atlanta. I got a, a number of people that have homes in Atlanta. Man, we stay man, in the no. guest room. They got these, you know, Pitch
1: and all that kind of stuff. We thought the Cowboys were crazy. With mm-hmm. Dak playing the whole game, but the Cowboys win thirty six thirty five. If you're listening locally in Dallas, a one oh five through the fan, we're gonna stick with this up until kickoff uh of the uh Sunday night football game, but Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys football will continue in a moment. Dad,
6: you you are the <laughs> all right, so they just uh winding down as soon as uh, we like to get this thing going. Uh I gotta wind it down as well. Uh, I gotta go grab me something to eat. I've been On my fluid content, Uh, you guys see the fluid levels are are high. So with that being said, I really appreciate each and every last one of you all for being part of the mix. Don't forget to hit that like button. Share this content. Share it and uh, tell a friend, a neighbor or a foe (laughs) that they can check out Law Nations on iTunes or uh, Twitch periscope and also roku i'm there too so i appreciate each and every last one of you all it's always a pleasure it's always a wonderful time being in the mix all hell saint nick this is from martin n d a b i appreciate you for tuning in uh charles e morris appreciate you uh thank everybody for being part of this thing for those who are out there who made the dedications and the adulations for the donation to help grow the nation i really appreciate you all too i would not be here if it was not for you guys continually if I can make that a word, to support me and tell me, hey, don't give up. Continue to push this stuff out. (laughs) So uh, it's been, what, going on three years now, me doing this uh, uh, talk radio show. And uh, for these three years, I I, I really, really, really appreciate you all. Uh, uh, First year was great, right? 13 and 3, second year, had to do a lot of talking to let everybody know that it's still possible. And then the third year here, uh, we making moves. And uh, and I love this. And, and, Roy, I really appreciate you as well. So as we begin to rock, roll, and get out of here, uh, don't forget, if you if you have a loved one, kiss on them, hug on them, let them know that they are special in your life. And uh, if you don't, create one, find someone that's all the news and the word that i have for tonight (laughs) let's celebrate this victory for 48 hours no negative talk uh but we can do some uh, analysis and critical analysis of course we're going to bring that up but still let's still celebrate this for 48 hours and then we will start to look at whoever film that we're going to look at i think that it could be the seattle seahawks it may be them that we're going to play but let's go you guys know how this thing lock Roll it, let's go Yeah, I'm gonna get some <laughs> Who this is? Moses, appreciate you, man Salzar Yes, Mike V.A. Beach What's up, fam? Yes Spiffy AC, Spiffy Amari Cooper I know that's you, I know that's you Tune it in Amari Cooper <laughs> Let's go huh. yeah Nation, we We got it down tight, right Jam with me mm. We gotta jam on out to this thing Yeah Hey with the nation baby and remember you all are listening to nothing and I mean absolutely nothing but the bass. yeah let's go cowboy nation jason I see you man we riding out we riding on out <laughs> yes yeah, one way or another <laughs> Hey, don't forget baby, y'all hit that like button, join the notification squad, let's get this thing up, let's get to 40,000 subscribers, we gotta get this thing up, let's go, yeah, yeah, huh, tell all the Eagles, trolls, that we put the F.U. in fun, yes, let them know that we get it down. We hold it down all day, every day. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. One way or another. Let's get this thing going, baby. Peace. We're out.